Welcome to the Top 5 Go Podcast. I am your host, Kevin, and I'm here once again, as always, with my co-host, Aaron and Shantae, the villain. Hey, hey, what's up? How are you guys doing today? I'm doing good. great. Good. Nice. It's a nice morning record. I don't normally get up yeah. before, you know. This is out of the hours. Hours. This is We didn't think you were going to make it. I, yeah. I almost didn't, guys. <laughs> there he was like, does <laughs> was, Aaron know we're going? I was like, I, 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 I was so. supposed to be here, uh, you know, I, I was about 15 minutes late because <laughs> I, I, I laid in bed. I had to send you a text because I was like, does he, yeah. are we sure he knows? Yeah. <laughs> I, I did know, but, you know, it was just one of, the, I can't get up. I can't get no, up I know. Yeah. man. Yeah. And tough. mind you, this is a 10 a.m. A 10 a.m. This is not a 6 a.m. It was like 6 or 7. I would never do well on a morning radio show. Oh God, are you kidding? You would have to do the wake like up, the after- Aaron. Aaron. Oh no, he's that. still asleep. Yeah. <laughs> wake Pretty up much. with Aaron at, at one. At wake, one. Wake up with Aaron at one. At one, and that's Afternoons early. On KLZ one hundred four point seven. <laughs> well, today I'm glad we're getting these laughs in because today we're doing. Comedies, comedy, comedy comedies. movies, films, yes. right? Films, now, yes. obviously, there's tons of them. Yeah. Yes. And we, you know, are dumb and didn't like narrow it. We just went with everything. We just went everything. And then it's you know, all maybe on the we'll, table. We'll come back later and we'll narrow it down and try to figure this out. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Who knows? We'll see. We'll probably forget about it. Let's we be will probably forget about it. But we have a very special guest. Yes, we do. He's all right. Ah, the oh. villain working already. The villain already working already. Up. It's 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 not early for the villain. It's not no. early for me. No. <laughs> yeah, you hey, gotta wake up. Even the early earlier. villain gets the worm. That's <laughs> there we go. We have a very special guest. We have Shantae's brother here today. Yes, Jason. Jason, welcome to the show. Welcome. How are you guys doing? Hey, hey, call me, uh, Jason the hero. Jason the <laughs> hero. Yeah, I like it already. That's not how I remember it, but well, that's what a villain would say. <laughs> we brought in the hero, Jason, to help vanquish the villain. Oh my gosh. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. Imagine, imagine how this would be like in their house if they had to like battle for like multiple years. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm. Sh- oh, we did. Oh yeah. Sure, yeah. <laughs> that's like. We're Jason, how often did you things. beat? How often did you beat the villain oh. at things? Often. Okay. That's my yeah, often. that's a revisionist history. <laughs> <laughs> that's not the well, truth. Well, what would you say is the truth? I would say never. Oh, <laughs> now, I believe the hero in over true the villain, villain fashion. <laughs> yeah. I believe the hero over the villain. In, in my story, the hero always wins. So <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm thinking it's Jason. Sorry. And you not know what? Sure. Hopefully, things continue to work that way today, because as you know, we're doing comedies. Uh, best believe Super Bad's going to appear somewhere right here, and the villain shouldn't. The villain's really going to earn her name when she slanders it to I, my face. I mean, the mm-hmm. truth hurts, Kev, and it's not slander when it's. We're true. gonna see how this goes. Why, J- Jason? How do you feel about Super Bad? I think general. it's a great movie. Thank you. I don't understand why she would not like a movie that's named after her. <laughs> oh. <laughs> So good. Yeah. I'm so glad we brought the hero. <laughs> the hero is Oh my god! <laughs> Look, that movie is trash, and you all know it. But whatever. Well, we gonna we definitely gonna talk about it because it's on yeah. the list. I was, I was it debating. shouldn't be. On, I was debating at putting it at one this, or two. I wasn't really is, sure. Even when we talked about it, you knew that if it hadn't been because you know I don't like the movie, you would not have had it on your top five. Blasphemy. It would have definitely <laughs> been in this list. It's so true. The villain's always doing things like oh this. Oh, my as you know, Aaron knows how the villain I, works. I know how she works. <laughs> <laughs> but it's okay. It's okay. We're ready to get into it. So as you know, here on the Top 5 Go podcast, what we do is we start with the criteria. Then we go through, we do our top five list, and then at the end, we go ahead and vote. Jason, we always start with the guests. So the hero, what <laughs> is your criteria for 
the list today. All right, I'll break down the hero's criteria, <laughs> as every hero should. <laughs> My criteria is, uh, first of all, it's something that, you know, when you think of a comedy that's really good, you immediately smile or laugh. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, originality, um, and then also the impact that that comedy made. Okay. Okay. I like that nice roll yeah. buzz criteria. Strong. So at number five, what is your number five film? At number five, I I had to go with a, a comedy that, you know, was unconventional, definitely original, and it was outside of the box. Um, and... I'm going to go with Team America. Okay. Okay. Team America. Team America. I love it. That's a good one. So tell us about Team America here. What you you love about it? Well, Team America, it is a comedy created by uh, Matt Stone, Trey Parker, the people. South Park guy. South Park guy. Listen, this is is an honorable mention for me, for sure. (laughs) Aaron loves South South Park. Park South Park guy. His jam. Um, Yeah. And what they did is they took marionette puppets uh-huh. and made a very adult uh, comedy film. And very adult. And yes, it had very much all, so. You know, all kind of social commentary. I mean, this came out the time of uh, when we had invaded Iraq. Uh, so during had, Bush's presidency. George Bush, mm-hmm. yes. George W. The access w. to evil, w. If Bush. You will. America is the world police. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like we we are America's or we are the world's safety. Like we are the reason that the world is protected. Or at least that's what we tell ourselves. That's what, yeah. And that's what this Team America does is they say that. You know? Exactly. They're like, oh, yeah, we're, we're America. Like when they would go to locations. They would say like Egypt, uh, ten thousand miles from America. <laughs> <laughs> like so, and they, it was just, and it made a lot of commentary about how like it, it talked about a lot about acting, the actors who how they're involved in political stuff, right. and how they give their opinions, and we listen to what they want to, uh, what their agendas are. Uh, they had a lot of stereotypical comedy in there, like. You know, like the people talk, they said, Moha, Moha, Jihad, Jihad, Durka, Durka. It's very South Park in terms of, you know, they're going to they're going to push it to the limit as best they can. You know, where it oh, still yeah. gets past the censors. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this is the first time I saw a puppet sex scene ever. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm going to say. Like, my most memorable thing of that, that movie is the puppet sex scene. I'm oh, just like, this is very thing. cringy. For me, the most memorable thing is the America F.E.S. song. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, America. America. F- yeah. <laughs> Going to say the MF and day yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's that's America. America, that is man. that is a great <laughs> So I I think that's a great choice. Yeah. I Team America, I remember seeing it a couple times when I was younger. I, I liked I liked to meet some <laughs> South Park when I was a little bit younger. And this was just like you said, it was borderline offensive mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. borderline? Like borderline I feel like it like stepped no, over no, that borderline border. for me because I still thought it was hilarious oh, yeah. <laughs> I wasn't like personally offended so I was fine mm-hmm. but I, I was like I see how other people don't like this yes. <laughs> and 100% it was it was just it was so it was very funny and like you said America's the world police was basically the thing right the thing there's a you know, there there is a belief in in some of the people in this country that that is that, that's our true. job. Yeah. So yeah, you know, it it fit so social. Yeah, you know. yeah, and it's I mean, it's still it, the, the craziest thing is that it still fits today in it terms does. of like what how America steps in and we're the first mm-hmm. to try to get up in there and do stuff. Yeah, and you know, it, it is uh, 
Park, Parker and Stone. Parker and Stone, yeah. They do a very, very good job of recognizing where the world is mm-hmm. and how America plays in it. They're very good at satire. Yeah, they're, yes. they're like pinnacle satire. Yeah, and yeah. and it's amazing. Like we've talked about before in the past how South Park has been on for forever. Mm-hmm. Like 20-something plus years. And they remain fresh because they remain current. Yeah, Whereas, you know, in Simpsons, they don't necessarily well, do the same. Yeah, because they're not that kind of show, right. which is what's crazy. Mm-hmm. So them being able to do a film they did a couple films because I think they do South Park bigger, longer, and uncut. Yeah, yes. which is another which is strong. I yeah. think they won an Emmy for something in that. And the Book, yeah. 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 Book of Mormon, yeah, the Book of Mormon. So they they're able to really continue to do stuff. But Team America was just really really funny. Yeah. Right. And like you said, a, pu- a puppet sex scene. Yeah. <laughs> Little graphic. I have to be honest. I have like marionette phobia. <laughs> there was this time when we were kids, we went to TJ and my mom bought Jason this like Pinocchio. Mar- it was some sort of marionette and yeah. like it used to hang on the bunk beds <laughs> and I'm like, this thing is evil. <laughs> I hated it. So like, it was hard for me to watch that movie even though it was good but I was like, oh my God, not the marionettes. Yeah, so. looking back, those things are extremely creepy. They're creepy. <laughs> In hindsight. But In what hindsight. I like about Team America is that they take something like that and it, and they, it was aware of itself. Like I said, it like there'll be scenes where like the puppet's trying to wipe the guy's cheek and it'll accidentally hit him in the eye, right. you know. <laughs> or, they're puppets. Uh, it was just just pretty intelligent, but it's extremely offensive. Yeah, like, <laughs> like the Mexican people would say, "Oh, me gusta, me gusta," like, <laughs> and every, that would be their language. Or he was undercover as a uh, um, as an Iraqi, and and his costume was like literally a towel on his head. <laughs> like, and like, didn't they have like? Cubes on his face, yeah. thing, like yeah. 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 on his so, face, yeah. yeah, terrible. Yeah, it was awful. Like but said, borderline funny. offensive. I'm just not a part of any of those groups, so I'm not necessarily offended. But I definitely see if you are, how you yeah. are offended, and mm-hmm. I am sorry for them. Yes, from <laughs> from those guys, yes. not from me, because I had nothing to do with the making of this film. I was <laughs> I was only like 14, so you know, yeah. I just want to make sure that's clear. Yeah. Like, I had nothing yeah. to do with this. <laughs> like, Kevin does not own target all your <laughs> your offense toward the yeah. creators. Not yeah. not this podcast, please. Kevin does not take any ownership of Team America. <laughs> <laughs> Neither does the Fury Podcast Network. <laughs> <laughs> disclaimer, disclaimer, disclaimer. Jason, great job with Team America. Yeah. All right. I appreciate it. Villain, what is your criteria so for this week? My criteria for mine is Was re- it just anything that's not super bad? Well, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> Got it. Um, but actually, it's rewatchability, which Superbad is not rewatchable. Um, and also, lies. Lies. And also, quotability. Like, how, how often are people, like, saying quotes from the movie or, like, bringing it up? And you're like, ah! And mm-hmm. everyone kind of yeah. understands and knows. Okay. So, okay. for me, at number five, I have kind of one of the earlier Will Ferrell movies. Okay. It's uh, him and Luke Wilson, old school. Okay. Okay. So, okay. Old school for me, I I like whenever it's on TV, I sit down and rewatch it, mm-hmm. and like it's so ridiculous and funny, and I think it's like one of the the best ones of like the frat pack movies that they've made, mm-hmm. um, and it's funny, like you're my boy Blue, and like it's just we're going streaking, yeah, we're, we're going, going streaking, you know, Snoop, bring your you green hat, yeah, like, <laughs> so you and oh, who man, else? <laughs> it's crazy, man, it's crazy. Let's go. He's like, dude, you just shot yourself in it. So it's just a lot of ridiculousness. It's so funny and it's rewatchable. And you know, when it came out, I, I was in college and they like filmed mm-hmm. a part of it at UCLA. So like, yeah, it's my skill. But also, you know, I if it comes on TV, I'll sit there and watch it again. Yeah, so. Absolutely. Like TBS, yeah, all the time. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, for, that movie uh, is highly quotable. Yeah. Yes, yes. extremely quotable. The, I, I feel like the frat pack, if you will, yeah, 
feel like they just did like a very good job. Yeah. They did. Mm-hmm. They're like when they're when in their hay. Mm-hmm. Do we have like a new Fred Pack? I don't think so. I don't think, think we're so they're not, not, not. I mean, I feel like Seth Rogen. He does a lot of his movies with the same people, right. and so, but I don't think they've gotten to the level where they're given that nickname of like the frat pack. Well, and I mean, all that when, stuff. when I quite saw there yet. this no. is forty, I was like, I think that they, they just acknowledge that they're kind they're of old now. Like, <laughs> 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 I mean, it's, I, I definitely recently came to grips with my own age aging. Yeah. With my body, my body hurts like all the time now, <laughs> mm-hmm. and so I definitely Word. get it. I definitely get it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I, I, I just wonder who is going to be the new group. Because I have, I think I have a couple of frat pack movies, at least in my honorable mentions. I have quite a few in my honorable mentions. And so, like, those movies were just hilarious. They were good. And I, at the beginning of old school, he, like, Luke Wilson walked in on his wife cheating on him, right? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember yeah. that. And then he, like... I'm here for the gangbang. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they start a, uh, they start a, a fraternity. A fraternity. Mm-hmm. He's not in college. He's old. He's, like, middle-aged. Yeah. And so it's ridiculous that he's creating this. It's kind of, like, almost Fight clubish because he creates this, this fraternity, and he becomes, like, this the, the dude, and everyone's like, oh, my God, he's the guy. And so he has guys from his job wanting to join, as well as the college students. So it right. just becomes this crazy, ridiculous thing. Mm-hmm. At the same time, he's trying to maintain a, a relationship that's separate from it so he can seem normal. Yeah. All, when he's out, everybody's coming up and saying, yeah, I'll, I'll pants this person. Or whatever. Yeah, he's like, whatever you need. And she's, and she's like, what the hell? He's like, nothing, nothing. Like, Get out of here. So it's just completely ridiculous. Love it. I, I love it. I got a lot of uh, frat pack movies on my list. Um, when we get to my criteria, we'll talk about that. This one's going to show up again a little bit later. Oh, oh okay. So you have it on there too. Okay, mm-hmm. then you'll go more in detail then. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. So Aaron's should take a great job. But mm-hmm. Aaron, let's go ahead and get your criteria for the week. I'm just going to call it my 20s. Oh, um, <laughs> I'm going to, because that's... The other host I, summer. I, <laughs> the other host summer. No, so, I mean... When I think about my 20s, I think about, you know, either college or post-college, you know, going to the bars with your buddies and then getting home late night and you're sitting down with your Subway sub sandwich or whatever other <laughs> this is not fast, sponsored. Food that you, <laughs> f- fast food that you grabbed on the way home and you're sitting on the couch and you turn on TBS or you <laughs> throw a DVD in and it's a comedy to end your night. And so these are just the movies from my 20s. Okay. So, yeah. right. uh, for me, I went with... In the number five slot, Wedding Crashers. Oh, okay. that's okay. another good one. Yeah, so another I, frat pack. Film. Another yeah. frat pack. Yes. Yeah. So it's a uh, it's a uh, Owen Wilson, the and other Wilson, Vince, the other, and Vince Vaughn, and they, uh, you know, they're they're also a little bit older, but they're you know still trying to live in that that realm of you know being coxmen. They're going out to weddings and they're just trying to sleep with the bridesmaids or whoever and and hilarity ensues so um lots of quotability uh one of my favorite scenes is they ended up in uh uh where they're they're on some like they're like they crash they're like Cape Cod or something like that and the um the brother of like the love interest in the story is he's an awkward artsy oh youth and he's oh yes and he gets he he falls in love with Vince Vaughn's character and ties him up and Vince Vaughn is just like what is going yes. on like it's and he just made one a of, portrait and yeah, oh god it's, so it's both sexual and violent yeah. and, and like, Vince Vaughn got raped by like several people in this movie yeah. like the, the mom <laughs> the daughter the oh. brother like. oh it's 
But yeah, it just it's very quotable, and that was gonna mm-hmm. that was another like phase of my thing. Like quotability is very important, and especially in these movies. But yeah, I went with Wedding Crashers in the five spot. All right, this one has Mom the Meatloaf, right? Uh, from Will Ferrell. Yeah, yeah. Mom, yes. Meatloaf, <laughs> Meatloaf, Mom. Yeah, yeah, and the rules, and like he's like, oh, I funeral crash now, and just like, oh man. <laughs> I. I, I Loved the movie because I really enjoyed having Rachel McAdams and Isla Fisher. They were just so funny. It was like Isla Fisher's Isla like Fisher was start of you know she's she's hilarious. Yes, yeah. And she's married to Bo Rat. Did you know that? Yeah, yeah. Sasha Baron Cohen. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And oh, really? Yeah, yeah. they've been married for a long time. Yeah, and and I I just I enjoyed the of the of the. Um, Brat Pack movies. This one is much higher on my list. If we did like a top five Brat Pack, this see would be a top that might be a one we have to do. Then we might have to. Yeah, but. because this is this is so it's so good. This mm-hmm. one's yeah. super it's good. It's really good. And like Vince Vaughn's character is really strong in this one. Like mm-hmm. he's the guy he is yeah. the whole time. Well, I mean Vince Vaughn plays himself in like a lot oh, of movies. Really <laughs> yeah. Like in old school, he was himself. It was like headphones, headphones, and I'm like it's Vince Vaughn. <laughs> but he like, really played it well. Like his reactions to everything that yes. was happening yes. to him. Oh like my gosh! When the guy was on top of him when he's locked up. Yes, he's, he's like, like ah. tied up. When the, the mom's <laughs> like, yeah, and he's like, <laughs> it's peak Vince Vaughn. Like oh, it, yeah. it is. Yeah. So yeah, I yeah. agree. I agree. And uh, Wedding Crashes is a really good one. Mm-hmm. I, I like that movie a lot. Mm-hmm. Glad you have it on your list, Eric. Yeah. All right. Great. There you go. For me, um, as I was sitting here trying to debate what criteria I should go with, I dug deep. I took all of five minutes and decided to go with movies that I like. Oh, wow. Shocker. Mm. It was a new... Listen, I know so revolutionary. I know. That I, I have not trying. heard this before. I know. I'm trying this one out. I'm trying to see how this fits. I think it fits well. Yeah. Experimentation. It's great. Yeah. And so with that, with the top five movies that... Comedic movies that I like, because that's my criteria... At number five, I went with a comedy that I don't know that everyone would call a comedy. You should, though. It's definitely a comedy. And if you haven't seen it, I implore you to watch it. Number five, I went with Thor Ragnarok. Okay. It's, yeah. Uh, is yeah. It is very comedic. Is, yes. So in the Marvel films, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, the MCU, if you will, mm-hmm. the films all have a different type of film there's the yeah, spy the there's feel the, for it the spy film the heist the heist type film mm-hmm. the comedy there, there's not a lot yeah. of comedy well i feel like they all have comedic elements like right. they're really good at like infusing comedy but i feel like movies. thor ragnarok and i feel like guardians, guardians of the, of the galaxy, galaxy mm-hmm. are comedies yeah those yeah. are, those yeah. are comedies. definitely and thor rag and i thought it was going between the two of them i wanted some mcu representation because they're in no way shape or form are you going to call black panther a comedy Nope. No, <laughs> it's not gonna nope. just. You're like, you know, I think top comedies, Black Panther. Like, nah, no, no, son, I'm gonna have to <laughs> yeah. pump the brakes pump the on that one. Back up. Pump that brake. You're like, but Shuri is so funny. Like, right, right, no yeah. one. Yeah, her. she's a comedic but element. And never, and never do I say T'Challa is the funniest person I've ever seen. No, he's no. very serious. <laughs> no, he's yes. very serious. He's very serious. Uh, but in Thor Ragnarok, it's you get nothing but jokes the right, whole no. time from Thor. From Loki, Jeff Goldblum, Jeff Goldblum's yeah. in yeah. there oh, yeah. playing the uh, the collector. Yeah. No, he's the uh, um, the collector's oh, brother. He, no, he's the he, the. Oh, the, I can't think of his the, name. Yeah, he runs. He that runs that world. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. Runs, yeah. he runs the land. So, for those that haven't seen it, Thor Ragnarok is the third Thor film mm-hmm. in the Thor series of Marvel's best Thor film. Yeah, Thor was trash. Thor two was trash. 
Thor 2 was not very but good. But Thor yeah. 3, you would think you're going to get more trash, but they have Taika Waititi. So he came good. in and was like, no, I'm going to do it my way. And he said, uh, I've worked with Hemsworth before. Mm-hmm. He's like, I've worked with Hemsworth before, and this dude's funny. Mm-hmm. And boy, was he funny. Yeah, he was I, right. I love that the scene in the arena when Hulk busts through the wall like, and him. <laughs> I, I know, know him from work. Yeah, he's a work friend. Yeah. And like the, the crowd's cheering because at this point, uh, the Hulk is the the, the champion. champion of this this arena, if you will, like yeah. like a gladiator type arena. Mm-hmm. And Thor is sitting there to die, essentially, mm-hmm. and he's yelling to the crowds, oh, like, "Oh, it's, it's my, my buddy! I work. know him! I know him!" And Hulk's like, "Nope." Yeah, and Hulk's like, "Hulk smash!" And he's like, "No, listen, let me tell you what's been going on. It's been crazy, buddy. Oh, look, my hair's gone." <laughs> yeah. And Hulk's like, "I don't care." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and even in that scene. When he grabs Thor and starts to hit him back and forth, you get a call back to the Avengers, which came out years before. <laughs> and Loki's and like, Loki that's said, how it feels. That's how it feels. <laughs> because in Avengers 1, that's what happened to Loki when mm-hmm. Thor hit him back and forth. You're getting the comedy mm-hmm. the whole time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, the I knew we were in for a good situation when in the very beginning of the film, you have Thor hanging from a chain, mm-hmm. and he's talking to... Uh, a villain, that villain guy, a villain, whatever. yeah, the centaur, something like, like guy like that, yeah, and Thor the guy is, who causes Ragnarok. Yeah. Spoiler: the guy Thor is on this chain, hanging sideways, and he's spinning. Mm-hmm. And as the guy's talking, Thor has his back to him and says, "Hold on, hold, hold on, on, hold on, I'm I coming back around." And then we come back around here. Okay, go ahead, keep speaking because I can't hear you when I'm turned around, not facing you. <laughs> and he does it twice or two or three times, and it's just. So funny. so funny. What's the gag that he does with Loki when they're trying to escape and Loki's like, oh. I'm not doing this. Oh, like, I need help. I need help. I need Bring get help. Get help. It's called get help. Get help. There we go. And he like, he's like I'm not doing it. I love get help. I hate get help. We're doing good help. They like get help and then they like, he throws Loki out of her. He literally throws him at like three people. Yeah. And that's the gag, which is why Loki hates it because Thor literally throws his brother at He's like, Loki's like, acts like he's Tom Hiddle. No, the one that they introduced. I'm sorry. Another it's the monster character. Oh, Korg. With, with the little small voice. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Korg is mm-hmm. hilarious. Korg. That's Taika Waititi, the That's director. Voice, yeah. Oh, I didn't oh, know that. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So oh, wow. So the he, whole time. It's funny because you'll see him go on interviews and they're like, hey, to Korg. He's like, oh, well, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's so funny. And it's funny throughout, which is why it's high up there. And, and the fact that they have made decided that Thor is going to be the comedic character, mm-hmm. including, spoiler alert, Endgame, where he is basically the big Lebowski. Yeah. Yes. Or the, the, the dude. The whole, from, time, the whole time. The whole time. It's just I loved so it. funny. I, that Thor is yeah. just hilarious. And you could tell, like, because they saw how well it went. And to be honest, throughout it, I feel like Thor was set up to be it because he's coming from a different realm. And so there's things like when he, and well, the first event, he's like, realm. what about Bill Snipe? You guys don't have these things? And and so like, they, like it's always there, but like Taika Waititi was the first director to really exploit like, that. Hey, let's just go and then they were like, hey. And so it's good to see how it's going to continue. Well, well yeah. like you were saying, like I feel like, the op- I actually feel like the opposite. I feel like they took Thor too seriously because he is, not just he's the only of the superheroes he's the only one that has a, a different history like a legitimate history he's, mm-hmm. he's a Norse god right right and so they like I feel like Marvel in general had a problem with Thor has a Thor issue in, in their in their comics because he's the only one oh. that has a backstory mm-hmm. that they have to they like had, stick with in a way right that they have to utilize at some point right because they have Odin they have Loki these are all 
Norse characters mm-hmm. already in their history. Yeah. So I think they were taking Thor a little too seriously. Right. I think that's clear in the first yeah, film. The first in film. his first film, it was clear to like they didn't see that. But I think by the Avengers, they they Correct. were able to see the you should comedy. Probably lean in a little and bit. Then, the and then and then they kind of mm-hmm. kept going. And then Taika was like, "Dude, Just you guys are missing all the stuff." <laughs> and so he brought funny. it out. Yeah. And, and now they're taking their two funniest marbles and kind of mm-hmm. yeah. 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 So the next the Guardians, as of, the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. As Guardians. Of, wait, wait. What did you say? <laughs> well, and him and Chris and Chris just play off yeah. each other very well yeah. in yeah. terms of their personality. Pratt and Hemsworth. Yeah, yeah. They they seem like they could be really good friends for real. Yeah. Maybe they are. Who knows? I feel like all the Chris's have like a Chris line. They're like, oh, I gotta go. It's the Chris line. And like, they all talk to each other. <laughs> and I, that's why, though, I have Thor because I, I feel like Thor is, of the Marvel films, it's a comedy. Yeah. Right. First and foremost. And uh, you feel it throughout and I laugh the whole way. It's only, it's one of the few that I like watch, I watch regularly because it's just funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. I like Sweet. it. All right. Nice. Jay, who do you have in number four? All right. Number four, I place not only because it's filmed predominantly in my native San Diego it's actually, <laughs> actually a game changer movie if, especially for Will Ferrell and that's Anchorman, Anchorman. Um, I'm actually on team Jason yeah, right now that's a high five <laughs> so we reach across high five because they, uh, they both have, have it at number Anchorman four Anchorman at number four oh, I so have it on guys, my honorable mentions you guys go ahead and talk about Anchorman the two of y'all go ahead, just go <laughs> right. go you, you right, well, started well, it Anchorman yeah. is uh, okay let me get into this microphone I, I am not an Anchorman myself so. <laughs> um, Anchorman is a, a film about the legend of Ron Burgundy yes this is a legendary old classic San Diego where it's like a gentleman's clubby type of uh, news uh, casting society and a woman gets introduced into the mix and hilarity ensues as just a group of you know they're bros. just bros man <laughs> you know you have a, a Paul Rudd you know a Paul Rudd's frat, in it frat, the f- frat, frat. a f- you know the yeah. frat pack kind of guys. Frat Paul, pack. His uh, his uh, cologne, the Sex Panther, or whatever. Oh yeah, sixty yeah. percent of the time it works, works every time. time. <laughs> <laughs> Things lines like that. You know uh, when Ron Burgundy goes, "I'm Ron Burgundy," and you know it's like the the producers in the background like. Dang it! Who, Who put a, a question mark, mark there? Because you know he reads, he'll the reads everything, yeah. everything on the teleprompter. Everything on the teleprompter. I don't know. It's charming. It's funny. His relationship with his dog, you know, and it's. It, it, I don't oh, know. It's great. Jack Black, man. He when he goes when he throws the burrito, he's driving. He said this burrito is delicious, but it's filling, and he throws it out the window, and it hits Jack Black while he's driving on his motorcycle. <laughs> yeah, and he's like. What, what's up with that man? Do you have anything you love? He's all like, yes, I love uh, I love Baxter here, my dog. <laughs> he said, okay, well this is happening, and he punts the dog off the Coronado Bridge. <laughs> it was the most funniest thing. I laughed and laughed and laughed and laughed. Speaking of Baxter, he can literally speak to Baxter. I love that. Oh, you, yeah. know, you ate a whole wheel of cheese. <laughs> just, there's just so many one-liners in that, and you know, it's I don't know. I love it. It's it's at my yeah, four spot. Yeah, yeah, it's in my four spot. Um, it's just yeah, just so the one-liners, the afternoon delight song. Oh, I mean, yeah. that's just classic. <laughs> did, uh, did um this movie does it take place like the in the seventies? 
Yeah, it's like I 70s. Believe so, yeah. Okay. yeah. It has yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. I like the uh the battle between all the different news. I was going to say I like all the crews. different news yeah. networks is like, oh, we well, have Univision. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they had the Spanish news channel. Yeah. And I feel the, like Ben Stiller was the leader of them. Yes. He was the only non-Latino, non-Latino person there. <laughs> I feel like this movie was just them like, "Hey, I want to do a movie with all my friends. What are you guys doing next Saturday?" <laughs> and then they decided to like create Anchorman, but I do like it. I think it's hilarious. Um, it was on my honorable mentions. Like it was on my list for a little bit, but I kind of kept moving things around. So, so uh, hot take. I am just. I don't think this movie is that funny, personally. Okay. Uh, Anchorman. I know that people like love it, right? And it's just I've I've seen it like three times. Trying to there are there are definitely parts. There's definitely points. Yeah. They're like for instance the the news team battle mm-hmm. is one of the yeah. funniest things mm-hmm. I've seen on a screen. Mm-hmm. But I think um, I don't really find his interactions with Christina Applegate mm-hmm. funny to me because I like her a lot and I and I and I, I just I don't really like laughing misogyny too much like I don't really <laughs> like misogyny. He's being so to rude to her. How yeah, dare you? Yeah, 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 don't yeah, do yeah. that to Kelly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kelly Bundy. Kelly Bundy. No. And, and like so like and I and I've come to realize that now in my thirties that like. A lot of the movies that like are like kind of much in terms of like uh, r- racial things, because like I like we were talking about Team um, Team, Team America. America. I haven't seen it since we watched it like initially. Yeah, in like two thousand, I watched it in like two thousand six or something like that. But I've, I like I said watching Anchorman. I, I the parts that definitely don't get my goat are the ones where he's like really mean to yeah about yeah. her. I'm like eh. Because <laughs> I don't like laugh at that, and I like I said I figured that out recently. Because some I was talking about, I forgot what I was talking about with someone else. And they were talking about how funny it was. I'm like, he's just kind of like mean to women. And yeah. I, <laughs> well, it's just funny their interactions because they're so clueless. Like that's the thing. I think yes, there's the misogyny, but it's because it's their misogyny and it's so off point, off base. Yeah. They're in this like world they've created and they don't see that it doesn't work. Right. <laughs> and right, they're like right. the sex Panther cologne and the, yeah. I do this. And like, it didn't work. <laughs> and I, their interactions with each other is the, the part of the movie. That's funniest to me. Not necessarily his with, right, with uh, right. yeah. Kelly. I'm yeah. not knocking anyone. I called her Kelly, it. but yeah. Yeah. her real I'm, name. <laughs> I'm not knocking literally anyone that likes. And like you said, uh, I think it is the, Anchorman created an entire world around these characters. Like these people were really deep in their characters. Like yeah. Steve Carell, he oh, played Steve Carell. like this brick <laughs> off the wall. Oh my gosh, idiot yeah. who was just randomly pull a grenade out of his pocket. Like where'd you get this, where'd you get this <laughs> grenade? And uh, uh, the, the what's the guy? The sports guy. What's his name? Oh, oh. it's like whammy. Tiger or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember. But, so it's just like a regular. News team, anchor news team, mm-hmm. which you would imagine they would look like in the seventies, and then having to introduce a a female anchor, yeah, is, is really what we got going on here. Okay. I, you I'm, are very unimpressed, I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I am. Kevin's but, not a fan. Anchor, just anchor, I'm just there. not a fan of Anchorman personally, but right. that's that's definitely a me thing. I know a lot of people love it. Anchorman Two came out. People were like clamoring mm. to go see it. Not as Ooh. good. No, it was not good. Oh, yeah. Mr. Mark is kind of like a Zoolander two type deal. Yeah. yeah, some of these movies are coming out like way too late. I, um, I yeah, they're making a Wedding Crashers two right now. That oh. is unnecessary. <laughs> so many movies are just it's, like Shantae. Why? When you can figure out how to print money, that's what people try. I to guess do. so. Yeah. But see, that's the thing. They think they're going to print money, and it the the, money. the the worst thing about these sequels is that instead of 
continuing the story or creating a new story that's good. They just use the same old jokes How and update them, you know? Yeah. Pretty yeah. much. And and that's when you like disappoint people because you go in and you're like, oh, it's so funny because of this, this, and this. And they go in and you're like, you just repeated the same things, but there's nothing new and that's why it sucks. There, there's a fine line between fan service and giving me something that's actually watchable. Right. So, right. you know, it's if, if right. it's done right, the fan service is great. But yeah. if, but most of these sequels are yeah. not no. great. I think the biggest thing is like they try stuff. to yeah. they forget that yeah there were those big scenes but in between those big scenes there was good story that connected them mm-hmm. and instead they're just like big scene big scene big scene you're like I just watched what we did got, I watch it of course has like the fight with the news team right yeah, yeah. Anchorman too. Um, oh yeah and then they like try to up it up it up it and they took the joke and it lasted way too long and right. it just wasn't good it's, right. it's the family guy problem that's exactly mm-hmm. what I was yeah. yeah, it, 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 and it brings it draws it out same thing with the uh, I'm assuming Baxter's in the second one too. Uh, I I don't remember I don't Baxter remember. off the but top of my head. But if he's not, I'm sure him. that he has probably some kind of other psychic link with another animal. Cause like, oh, it was some zoo issue. Because there's like there there's funny thing. things, and they're like, let's go ahead and hammer this. Yeah. Is Christina is she is she in the second? She one? She is in the second one. Okay. Mm-hmm. Eh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're not missing it. If you haven't seen it, I, I'm not going to tell you to go watch it. Yeah. Sounds good. I'm, I'm, I'm I, wasn't, I, wasn't I saw it once. It's forgettable. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't even remember finishing it. Yes. <laughs> so. hey, Anchorman. But hey, Anchorman is a, is a very, very big fan favorite. And so I definitely understand. And I know that I'm a man on an island on this one. And that's perfectly fine with me. Shante, what do you have at number four? So for number four for me, I have Bridesmaids. Okay. okay. And so going back to like that quotability, first of all, it was so funny. Like, um, it's one of the few movies where it's basically all the women are the main characters yeah. as opposed to like things like with Anchorman where the woman's like there to like serve her purpose. The They're foil. like, this is us. <laughs> it's ours. And going back to quotability, like the whole scene on the airplane. Oh my gosh. And like the part where Melissa McCarthy puts her leg up in front of um, uh, Ben Falcone, her husband, by the way. And she's like, oh, you see that undercarriage? It's warm. It's warm under there. And I'm just like, oh my God, Melissa. <laughs> And the scene in the bathroom where they're all throwing up and like uh, she shits in the middle of the street like bridesmaids. It's hilarious. And then that the scene at the end where like they do the hold on for one more yeah, day. Yeah. Like it was the Wilson mwah, Phillips chef's scene kiss. is what stands really out in my, my head mm-hmm. at the very end. Uh, Aaron, how did you feel in bridesmaids? I liked it. Um, Melissa McCarty. Is that who? Melissa no, McCarthy. It, yeah. She's she's fantastic. Um, just I I like those. SNL ladies they're all in it. Is Tina Fey directed or wrote No, it was it? Kristen Wiig. Oh, Kristen Wiig. Okay, yeah. So, I mean, I I do really really like Bridesmaids. It's a funny movie. Um her relationship with the uh the British dude, um yeah, He's Irish. Irish dude. Very funny. Yeah. Um yeah, I, it's it's a it's a and fun John movie. And John Hamm's in it, and she, like uh-huh. the sex scenes with him, he's like the face. Oh my and, god! And like I think most people don't think of it because he was doing Mad Men, and like you mm-hmm. think he's dramatic. So to see him in that comedic role, and you're like, oh crap, but John yeah. Hamm's funny. Yeah, he's like, actually really really funny. Yeah. Uh, the the scene at the bridal party, um, <laughs> where it's just a complete disaster. I, I can really watch that movie. I have a lot of I have a tough time watching comedies that are like the cringe comedies, mm-hmm. and this one had its moments. It had a lot of cringe, yeah. But it's still watchable for me. It's not it's not too much where I I'm sitting there like in a ball on my couch. Like, yeah, I can't do this. I can't do this. But no, Bridesmaids is great. Yeah, I love this scene. She's like sweating, and she's like, "Aren't you hungry?" Oh no, <laughs> just it's just good. Uh, what's your name from the office? Uh, she's also in Ellie Kemper. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's so good. Yeah, <laughs> she's so good throughout. 
And you really because like you see you see her her comedic chops in the office mm-hmm. a little bit. Yeah, she plays that one character like oh the ingenue. I uh-huh. don't know things. I'm naive. But when she's in that movie, she's really funny, and it made me really enjoy Kimmy Schmidt mm-hmm. because I was like, okay, this. Okay, I, I know she's yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah. 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 And and Chris, Kristen Wiig is always funny mm-hmm. on when she was on SNL, and you know how like on those SNL people they break out and they mm-hmm. like do their own thing. So mm-hmm. I'm glad she was able to get this. The great thing about the SNL people is when they're actually successful at their breakout. Right. Cause you, yeah. I've, there's been plenty of, <laughs> there's them plenty. Them. you're yeah. just like, Oh, you tried it. Shouts you tried it. Good luck, dude. I hope you make it. <laughs> Pete Davidson's trying. And we're the like, ones mm. that just I, never break out. The like Kenan Thompson one. I like, well, Kenan uh, Thompson's like, I'm, pretty comfy here and I'm yeah. making good money I'll stay <laughs> what was that Pete Davidson one the king of uh, king of New York king of Staten Island I actually really enjoyed that movie it was, I, it was I didn't good. watch it I was I like, seen uh, it it's hard to I have to be honest good. it's hard for me to look at his face for too long so I don't uh, know if I can right. do a two hour movie um, but I feel like Keenan Thompson he did the reverse like most people go to SNL then they break out Keenan broke out and then went and did SNL so like yeah. he's like I'm comfy I'm not gonna go ahead and do anything Kristen Wiig she's like this this movie she put together this film and it's just so funny. Mm-hmm. And then like Very I feel good. like it kind of also put Melissa McCarthy on the scene. Yeah, because yeah. most people knew her from Gilmore Girls. They didn't know she was funny. Right, and she's hilarious. Mm-hmm. And then you get like a Maya Rudolph in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh man, Maya's Maya so fun. Maya's yeah. so funny. Like, the, the seat where she just she's like, it's happening, it's happening. She just sits in the in the street and she just waves the cars around her like, <laughs> just go, just go. It's happening right here. Like, I love her. I love her in the the Good Place. Oh the judge. yes, the judge. She's great. I'm really excited that she is going to be playing uh, Kamala. Oh, they're doing a Kamala movie? No, no, no. On SNL. Oh, on SNL? Yeah. Oh, that, yeah. yeah. She's been playing her. Yeah, she has been playing her. She's, She's done a really good job. And then when, uh, when she was named the VP, they like they they did something with her. She was doing an interview. And when she was named the VP, she was like stoked. Cause She's she like, knew, yeah, yeah, I got it. Work. <laughs> and work. I got work. Work. <laughs> the next four years. And so I know Jim Carrey stepped out of the role. Yeah, I, um, I loved him in it, though. I don't they, know they why. They decided to go with a cast member. With a cast member, which makes but sense. But she will be back. To yeah, play Kamala but whenever they and call. I also love her in Big Mouth. I mean, she does a lot of voice oh, work yeah. that people she don't does. really understand. Like she's in a couple of oh, the, what's that one? It's like the family, Pia's family or whatever. But she's on Big Mouth. She's a hormone monster. Mm-hmm. I love her. She's she's funny. She's so she's funny. Really funny. I love Maya Rudolph. Uh, Kristen Wiig is great. Yeah, great film with bridesmaids mm-hmm. right yeah. there. And it's when it comes on, I'm like, yeah, I'm watching this. It's happening. I love the in the credit scenes where she's <laughs> like to, with her and Bill Falcon are doing like the I don't know what they're doing, but it involves a sandwich and it's some sort of sex capades. It's hilarious. <laughs> great job there. Mm-hmm. Um, my number four film, because Aaron Aaron already had one with uh, Anchorman, mm-hmm. but for me, a number four. I went with a movie that I remember as a kid, and I wasn't even a kid. I was like a teenager, and I saw it in theaters. And I don't know. If, I don't know. I'm, I'm gonna assume Aaron has seen this movie. I'm gonna go with Undercover Brother. Undercover okay. Brother was I very Undercover funny. Brother. Mm-hmm. It's a movie with Eddie. Oh, Aaron's face says maybe no, not. I, <laughs> he's, he's searching his memory. I I, it sounds very familiar, so let's let's go. Let's, let's, let's go. Let's I talk. feel like Tell there was a it. reference to it our last episode that we recorded. I don't know, but uh, so it stars Eddie Griffin. Um, he's playing like a black. It's like a black exploitation okay. type. Yeah, film. And he works 
for he joins uh Brotherhood B R O T H E R H O O D. There's it's an acronym for something I can't remember what. A very long <laughs> acronym. Very, very very long acronym. It stars uh as Chai McBride, uh, Dave Chappelle. He plays Conspiracy Brother, <laughs> um, which makes a lot of sense. Chai McBride is the chief. We have Smart Brother played by Gary Anthony Williams. That's what could you talk about? That's Gary what Anthony we're Williams? talking about him. Yes. Yeah. He always does a British accent. Is he actually British? Uh. I don't know. But he always, when, like, when he comes in, he always like, okay, guys, pip, pip, cheerio. <laughs> yeah, Anjanu Ella's playing Sister Girl, mm-hmm. who's like a, the the real badass version of Foxy Cleopatra. Right. Like the real, real badass real version one. of Foxy Cleopatra. And then has Lance, who's played by Neil Patrick Harris, and he's the white dude. That's he's the white dude. Group. And uh, they're a group of, they're a secret organization that's trying to take down the bad guy, which is the man, and the man is played by Chris Kattan. Oh my and God. <laughs> it's, it's hilarious because the man is obviously trying, is, is the bad guy, mm-hmm. and the undercover brother and, these, and his team are trying to uh, thwart the man's plan, uh, the Caucasian dude, to take control of all the things in the world. <laughs> All right, so it's it's really really funny. Yeah. It's like like Shantae says, it's a black exploitation, mm-hmm. like satire ish. Like, yeah. yeah, and so they have all these very like I mean, the dude's name is Smart Brother. Like that's his yeah. that's his name. Yeah. And then Dave Chappelle plays Conspiracy Brother. Yeah, it had a lot of good people with good comedic chops, mm-hmm. and they also tried to make a a say. Oh, I left out the. The biggest thing is that uh, one of the main bad girls that turns to being a good guy is White She Devil, played by Denise <laughs> Richards. She uh, so she is, is working with the man, and uh, she is sent to seduce and oh, and it's like once you go black, you never go back. <laughs> yeah. And undercover brother is just a cool dude, and uh, she is a fallen for him. As the sister girl and then they work together. Oh yeah, there's like the chick fight scene. Yeah. Like, eh, and it's like rain hair. and water for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> and um, at one point, uh, Eddie Griffin has to go undercover, and so he goes undercover and dresses in khakis and corduroys, uh, yes. and he puts on some glasses because he has to look real white. And he has to build to start some oh, singing some karaoke. And he's that. talking in a very love me some khakis, <laughs> yes. man. I love me some khakis. <laughs> <laughs> and as they're trying to distribute this mind control drug, he's gone undercover. It's just it's like so funny. Yeah. And it d- didn't really get its due. Eddie Griffin was not like a superstar. Yeah, no. I was gonna say I like Eddie Griffin, but he's not he's right. never huge, been. huge. And no. this is Dave Chappelle. This because this came out in two thousand two, so this is before Dave Chappelle's really blown up with the Chappelle Show and stuff. Mm-hmm. Chris Kattan's in it. He's come yeah, off he's an SNL, SNL alum. He's so. Yeah, he's hilarious. Yeah, and it it has a real cult following, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. it's so funny. Yeah. yeah, not one that I have seen, but definitely sounds hilarious. Did he have like a weaponized yeah. afro pick. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> he did. He had a giant afro. That he, he always keeps. had. He had to keep. You know, patting yeah, the afro. Like, um, at fix one your point, afro daddy. He has a, at the very beginning of the film, because like you said, he's like the cool, it's like Shaft, but mm-hmm. like funny. Mm-hmm. He like spins, he has a cup of orange soda in his uh, like 
70 Coupe de Ville or oh, something. Yeah. And he spins the car around and the soda doesn't Doesn't spin. move. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's really funny. It makes fun of itself. It's a good satire. It kind of like in the lane of like Hollywood Shuffle and things like that, that where they're kind of taking this, the way things are and how, you know, the the chips are kind of stacked against you and they're making fun of it and and making fun of those experiences and stuff. So, yeah, there was an uh, Undercover Brother 2 that came out on Netflix. Mm. I have not seen it, so I do not. Say you should go. When did it come out? Just two thousand undercover brother one. The yeah, first. Yeah. One. <laughs> it, it, this, the second one starred Avion Crockett, uh, Avion Crockett, ah. and Michael J. White. And I'm sure it's probably kind of funny, but it's on Netflix. So if you so, if you leave here today, Aaron, and decide to go watch this, don't, don't blow watch that. I didn't see Eddie Griffin. It's not that. It's not that. I'll start with the first one. Yeah. I, don't, I don't want to watch it out of context. Atheon Crockett, man, what is he even doing with himself? This it's Netflix pro- movie. It's <laughs> probably Undercover Brother's son. That he had with, with the, the white, the white chick. Yeah. White Another yeah. secret agent or something like that. <laughs> Billy D. Williams is in there. Uh, James Brown makes a cameo. It's a great Whoa. film check it out if you haven't seen it what are you guys thoughts on undercover brother i mean i liked it when i saw it i i you know i don't think of it though you know right it doesn't come to mind but like it is a funny movie i it was a, i have fond memories of like oh yeah it's like a kind of like a black superhero yeah, like yeah, a new yeah. age black superhero and it was kind of like a spoof on it so it was great but when i you know um i gotta say it's not it's, it doesn't Stay immediately comes yeah, yeah. yeah. You know? It came out around the time of like Pootie Tang and all those things, so it's like <sighs> yeah, Pootie Tang just yeah. I gosh. think Pootie Tang kind of tarnished it a little bit, but when you if you separate and think about it on its own, it's it's a really legit film. But like, it doesn't come to mind, unfortunately. Uh, I, I totally understand. It came. To, it was a film that I very very much enjoyed. I remember liking it then. I saw it multiple times. I think mm-hmm. I have it on DVD somewhere. I'm sure you're doing your stack of DVDs. Yeah, (laughs) like stop, stop faking the funk. It's downstairs. (laughs) Think about me somewhere on DVD. It's somewhere on DVD. It's like in the the third shelf in the middle. (laughs) I have a lot of DVDs of yes. So for those that don't know, I have a lot of films, Blu-rays and whatnot that he has not watched. And uh, I haven't (laughs) seen a long time. He bought them, but he doesn't watch. Jason came here to the studio, check it out, and saw that I had all those things, and he was admiring. So yes, it's in there. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying it, to be it, it modest. Is, it is an admirable collection. <laughs> I was trying to be modest though. But uh, yeah, I, that's Undercover Brother. I, I'm glad that I put it there against uh, Anchorman because mm-hmm. I, I didn't think it was gonna get any any love. But Aaron, but I hope you, you gave go. it some love. But you I gave it some. Oh, listen, I want to. I want to check it out. It sounds, yeah, it sounds hilarious. Fun. And I, I like the cast. You know, yeah. that's that's yeah. the big yeah. thing. Is strong like, cast. Yeah, yeah. Really I think that's the be, that's the draw. Is, is like is all it, the people. It's Chai McBride or. Chai, Chai Chai Chi, yeah. you know him. He's, he's always no, he's like hilarious. He's a that guy. Yeah, yeah. So. he's definitely and that he, guy. Uh, he's he he's always chief. he okay. always running yeah. things. Yeah, in yeah. his and in his role, he plays the chief. He plays the chief, <laughs> and of course he is. Yeah, I like him a lot. So, check so yeah, it out. yeah, undercover. Bro. Gonna have to do that. Might be shy. Is he from Chicago? So it might be know. shy like Shy Town. Shy McBride. Look it up. We'll find that out. Jason, what do you have at number three? Number three, I have. Uh, a movie that us as men can relate to. Oh. All right, well, at different ages. And, That's what uh, I'm gonna tap out. But this is at a specific age, and this is 
40-year-old virgin. Oh, <laughs> okay. You can all relate like, to that, you can like you? You this way and then swerved. Oh, yeah, you did. I'm not understanding that connection there. I cannot relate to it. I'm trying to say, I'm like, <laughs> knowing you guys as I do, I don't know how you guys uh, really relate to that film. But go ahead, Jay. You tell us. I'm sure we've all been virgins at some point. <laughs> Were you 40? Mm-hmm. Well, that's no. what I'm saying. I think that I one of the reasons I put 40 year old version is because I th- I feel that one of the reasons a lot of people like it is because you can connect to it and not be 40. You can connect to like oh not, you know not understanding you know uh, having sex with a woman or like maybe being around friends who have prior to you having sex and just kind of faking the funk and you know fake it till you make it type of deal. A uh, bag of sand. A bag of sand. You know when you feel a woman's breast and it's like a bag of sand. <laughs> he literally says that. In the movie. This is about a guy who's forty year old, year, uh, years old, and he um, it's just very awkward. And his friends just can't get over why is this guy so awkward. And then he hanging out one night over, I think it was a card game or something, and yeah, playing he, poker. And he says literally, a bag of sand uh, is how a woman's breast feels. And they put it together that are you a virgin? And they just. <laughs> try to get him laid like throughout the rest of the the movie and it's just very hilarious um it has a whole bunch of quotable, quotables quotables for me yeah. yeah it has a lot of hilarious moments like the the man lantern moment moment <laughs> <laughs> kelly clarkson <laughs> uh, kelly clarkson he is just yelling out expletives as he gets waxed by this uh asian lady who's just having fun doing it they too. did that in real time like they he were, was actually yeah, yeah, they filmed he, him getting his yeah. chest waxed and so yeah that's uh, that's one of so the those are most, all ad libs yeah i love it <laughs> so good Kevin Hart's in this movie, yeah? He is. He confronts um with uh one of his one of his friends, the the black character. When he's at the uh like the, the, the work at like a like a TV I remember like Best Buy. Right. Yeah, yeah, he works at like a like yeah. a Best Buy type of type of deal and Kevin Hart is like a very aggressive aggressively talking crap to to one of his coworkers. Oh. That's this was like one of the first name. frat pack type films. That like really came out. It was a Judd Apatow. I feel like it was a. Judd, fr- Judd it, I think it was Judd Apatow, so it was technically frat pack. But it was like a French frat pack because Seth Rogen is. Yeah, in there's it, there's kind of their. Right? Yeah. Paul Rudd though. Paul, Paul in there. Yeah. Paul Rudd is Paul he Rudd? in there? Yeah, yeah. I yeah. Paul Rudd's in it. Yeah, but it's like Steve yeah, Carell. Paul, Paul Rudd is the dude that just broke up with his girlfriend, like, and he's trying to get her back. Oh yeah, yeah. Seth Rogen's like. You idiot! And like hits him in the crotch. Like I hired a ninety-pound woman to wear in the work in the warehouse <laughs> just to get you, you know, over your crap. So is Romany Malcolm? He's yeah. the, he's the guy um, that Kevin Hart comes in and just starts talking crap to. Uh, what's the what's the actress's name? Uh, she's so hilarious. Um, she's a Catherine Keener. Oh, Catherine Keener, she's really You're thinking good. Thinking of Jane she, Lynch, I, though. No, no, no. Catherine Leslie Keener's in oh. Leslie. No, Leslie. Well, Leslie Mann is hilarious yes. in it too. But the um, the crazy one, the very Elizabeth the Banks. overtly sexual one. Elizabeth Banks. Yeah, Elizabeth oh, Banks Elizabeth is in Banks. it too. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's got a great cast. There we go. Couldn't thank you for. I mean, <laughs> we went through all the women. We're like, they're all funny. Yeah, so, one. Yeah. So yeah, it's a great film. Great comedy. So I thought it was just really hilarious and. I guess I'm the only one who was. No, no, no. Okay, so, <laughs> um, Jay, I don't want to start telling secrets, but let's be, oh. let's be honest here. What are we being honest about? What are we He's being honest about? Still a virgin? Oh, well, I no, no, <laughs> not at all. 
Yeah, three kids. My mother's in the room, so I'm gonna make but staying. <laughs> but you know. Oh, 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 I don't know what that was. Family the secrets. Villain the the villain is out here just at the risk of being uh embarrassed. <laughs> please share with us. Oh, he wants to know. I would like to know. Like you were nowhere near forty when you lost your virginity. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. Sorry, mom. Earmuffs, mom. Uh, yeah, earmuffs. earmuffs. Oh. Well, yeah, I might have been thirty-seven. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, the uh, lies. I liked this movie from what I remember. I saw it when I was a teen, and then I think that's the only time I've seen it. Yeah, I haven't. I don't think I've seen it again. And people talk about it a lot. Yeah, it just never has made me want to go back and watch it. Mm-hmm. Just like no reason. That's no, nothing against it. Same thing. I feel like knocked up. Like I saw Knocked mm. Up when it came out, and mm-hmm. I've seen it on TBS. Like you talk, yeah. like I think TBS and Judd Apatow have some kind of like <laughs> they must, they must have some like yep. backdoor deal. Even though I think the worst, I feel like Catherine Heigl is like the thing that makes me not want to watch Knocked Up because like she's kind of like a, a trash person. And that's fair. And that's fair. <laughs> I'm like, you know? oh, I don't want to watch this movie. And then like in this movie, the way she treats Seth Rogen's character is like, what the hell? What are you doing? But she mean them in this movie too? Or, or, or oh yeah, Knocked Up. Wait. And knocked up. No, she's not in forty year old. Version. I about to say she's in this. I missed that. Because <laughs> <laughs> Seth Rogen's in this one, I know. Mm-hmm. Doing the Seth Rogen stuff. Yeah. That's I just thought it was funny how Paul Rudd was like kind of like a stalker to his girlfriend, and Seth Rogen was like a super um, uh, stoner, but he like kind of taught uh, um, uh, Steve Carell how to talk to women, and that's how he got the super crazy Elizabeth Banks girl and. <laughs> I don't know. It's just funny, and like and him asking Catherine Keener out, and he's like, uh, "She's like, oh, you want to pick me up?" And she's like, "Oh, no, well, I ride a bike." She's like, "Oh no, I love motorcycles." And he's like, "Oh yeah, those are great, but I ride a bike sickle." <laughs> so it was just, it was just like those little things that are really, really funny to me. And when I think about the movie, I smile and, and actually laugh out loud. Um, so that's why I put it in my number three spot. All right, very nice choice. Very nice choice. Shante, what do you have at number three? So for me, again, going back to rewatchability and quotability and a movie that whenever it's on, I'm sitting there and watching. I could be have something very important to do. And I'm like, well, now I'm not doing it because this is on. I have Friday at number three. Okay. Ooh. Okay. okay. So, I mean, it has so, Ice Cube. And so, I also have Friday at number three. High Whoa. five. Woo. All right. So, go ahead. Friday well, one, the first one. The first one. Only the first one. Well, next Friday Next is Friday. really funny. Mm. Next they, Friday and a Friday after next did not have Friday to happen. Friday next, no, no, no. But but next Friday to me is also really really good. I I think you, it hurts my feelings that they got rid of Chris Tucker for that one. Okay. But and so that's why for me I'm like eh, it's all right. But there are funny parts in that one. But they if they didn't happen I wouldn't be heartbroken over it. True. Mm-hmm. Well, but you get you get you get Smokey. You got Smokey. Smokey. You get Craig and Vitalons day off. Yeah, he got fried. <laughs> like it's Friday. You ain't got no job. You ain't got shit to do. Mm. And like, how you get fired? Fired and fade out. And then the 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 quote of all quotes by Felicia. Like people still say that there was a resurgence of that. So not only that, Friday. I think Friday. Uh, I really enjoy this movie too. And it's uh, how dare you put it here on the list? <laughs> well, I have I have others. I have others that that um, need to be where they are. But I mean, it's. It, the, the, the funniest part about it is that it all happens in one day and there's all this stuff going on you know Debo uh, R.I.P. to um, to to the him tiny, to, to Tiny, tiny the Lister 
Um, in this and like, you got knocked the fuck out. Like, <laughs> I mean, John the quotes, John Witherspoon. Oh uh, my god, I would go in there for forty to forty-five minutes. <laughs> like, 40, all minutes. the quotes, everything. It's just, it's just hilarious. And hilarious. I think this helped inject, uh, you know, uh, Ice Cube, Chris Tucker, hip hop into mainstream uh, yeah. America mm-hmm. culturally. Yeah. Uh, brought a lot of um, urban yeah. urban comedy to the forefront. And um, Ice Cube, I mean. You didn't know him as a comedic actor before this. You, you know, he was in Boys in the Hood. You knew him from NWA as a rapper and stuff. So he always seemed like the angry dude. And then he's in Friday. And he's like, Craig, Craig, are you high? <laughs> like, I mean, it, it just kind of showed his range. And like, I feel like this was the first one he did. And then he started doing all these other comedies and kind of um, being things like, um, are we there yet? 21 Jump Street, things like that, that people wouldn't even have thought of him before this movie. So, yeah. well, it really, yeah, it definitely really kicked off his movie career and his transition from just being a gangster rapper to being a real like actor. Because, I mean, No Vaseline, which is a very <laughs> strong song mm-hmm. for, for that, that he made, came out in 91. This film came out in 95. Right. So, at that point, he is, star- he is. I mean, he is a hard gangster rapper, mm-hmm. uh, and this is the height of gangster rap. Mm-hmm. And you see him in this stoner comedy, mm-hmm. and there's not a lot of stoner comedies at this time. You got right. Cheech and Chong, You're right? But then you have these two brothers mm-hmm. doing two brothers yeah. Yeah. <laughs> doing a stoner <laughs> comedy. It's just really, and like you said, it's all in the scope of a single day. Mm-hmm. And he wrote a lot of it. Yeah. Which is, I think that some people don't remember or even think or know that he kind of wrote this movie. Oh, I didn't know. And that. it was hilarious. That's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. And then you, it, it's him and like DJ Pooh writing the film and then him acting in it, yeah. starring in it. Yeah. And you're like, you're right. It's a shame that they do replace Chris. So Chris Tucker's in this film. Mm-hmm. It's a shame that they do replace him. Yeah. But you also get Neil Long. You got Regina King. In yeah, this thing, Neil Long. Mack. Like, so many people mm-hmm. that like you know, yeah, are in this film, and it's just so so funny. So funny. Based on love, it's a big worm. It's just yeah, great, <laughs> great. It, it's so good. Yeah, it's just good. It's just a good. I love him. Big worm. He has that the the perm, <laughs> the perm the with perm. the, the yeah. little cap on, and he's like got in the ice cream truck. He's like, "What do you want?" Yeah, like I want to get a big thing in the distance. He's like, "How much money you got?" Because <laughs> he's selling drugs at the ice cream truck, mm-hmm. yeah, and like ice cream, yeah, yeah. <laughs> ice cream too as the cover, but also drugs. Which I mean. I, from my experiences, this is how ice cream trucks operate. I don't yeah. know that do they not sell drugs? Out there? <laughs> I don't know. Like that's how I always knew them to be. I'm pretty sure there's some drugs in every there's ice cream. There's always truck a drug in ice cream trucks, no. and big sticks in ice cream. Aaron, have you seen this movie? I have seen it. Um, it's really, really good. I've only seen it the one time though, and I mean, it came out when I was 12. I probably watched it when I was in my early 20s, so it's been years. I do remember it being funny, and I really did. It did introduce me to a lot of who would of black actors that would become, you know, common for huge me to names, see yeah. huge names. So I really did appreciate that. I, I couldn't tell you any quotes from it or things like that. Cause I didn't watch it enough, but right. it was definitely funny th- mm. when I saw it. Yeah. But I love that. How you get fired on your day off. <laughs> <laughs> so it's so good. And it goes on to be parodied in films like mm-hmm. don't be a menace. Right. And whatnot. And, and I just love it. Yeah, and it's it's referenced in so many things too. Yeah. Like you, you, and you know, if you watch the film and then you see it, you're like, what, what? 
it's amazing how often that it comes back up because it's it's just one of those films that are just you know iconic. Uh, don't sleep on next Friday though. Next Friday is also really good. I think it just hurt my feelings that it wasn't Chris Tucker, but like I do feel like there were funny parts of next Friday, but Friday after next is trash. Like Mike Mike Epps is like Mike Epps. He does a really good job. Here's the thing: Mike Epps does the same jokes in the same way and pretty much everything he's in. And so that's another thing for me that it just makes me like, oh, it's Mike Epps being Mike Epps. Yeah. I mean, this is, but this is one of the first times you're seeing Mike Epps. Yeah, it's his first time. So so that's why you don't expect it. Like the whole doing something strange for a little bit of change. It's like, how often does he say that all the time? (laughs) Every time he shows up, he says, I'm like, Mike, we got it. Move on. So in in next Friday, uh, he moves out the hood to run Cucamonga. Mm-hmm. And Dede is his, Mike Epps is his cousin. Mm-hmm. So he leaves Smokey behind and he moves to the hood. Moves out the hood and moves to Rancho Cucamonga. Mm-hmm. Which, uh, is, yes. which is yes. suburbs. <laughs> suburbs. Yeah. suburbs. Suburbs. What, I, what little I know of, you know, like that L.A. The area. Friday, yeah. in the <laughs> suburbs of the L.A. area. Yeah, I know that's that's not the hood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that, that, is, that is us with Friday. Friday Aaron, number three. What did you have at number three? Uh. The first time I saw this movie in the theater, I absolutely hated it. And then it was on subsequent um, watches. I realized how hilarious the movie actually is. And it's Zoolander. Okay. Okay. Zoolander. We had a Zoolander moment ourselves, didn't we, Jay? Mm -hmm. Highly quotable, an idiot male model. um, You know, as Ben Stiller as this idiot male model kind of ends up you know, having to deal with some spy type stuff. Um, you have Owen Wilson in it. Um, you've got Will Ferrell as Mugatu, who's just his his uh, Will Ferrell as a villain is it's almost equal good. to Shantae as a villain. It's, it's, <laughs> it's really really good. He's not that good, but it's <laughs> just I, one of the opening sequences are like early in the movie. You have these four male models and that song jitterbug and they're 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 playing with the gas and my friends died in a freak gasoline fight accident you too could die in a freak yeah oh jeez i uh, he he's looking at a building they're they're making this building for him and he's like what is this a center for ants like he thinks it's the actual it's the motto it's the motto oh man he just he plays this It has to be at least 10 times bigger than that. And the Magnum and then the Blue Steel. Oh, yeah. which It's the 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 same same thing. (laughs) I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. I I remember uh, Will Ferrell says that. I did it. I turned left. (laughs) He's an anti-leftite. He can't turn left. Or, you know, he's working in the mines with his dad because he has to leave the male model circuit. And he's like, like cough i've got the black lung pop you know just it's highly quotable so hilarious i merman merman i hated the movie the first time i saw it in the theater and the, i think i didn't understand what it was supposed to be but that movie is just it it probably is like my all-time quotable movie just there's so many one-liners yeah. in it that are just so good so yeah yeah zoolander and it's so funny because last night jay and i and our mom we went out to dinner and we met a hand model and we totally oh, did the zoolander yes. codes we were like oh you're a hand model yeah, david, david, <laughs> Duchovny. david Duchovny. he's got his, his hand in a glass you know yeah. like yeah, his, in a glove. He, yeah. yes yeah uh, yeah he had his in gloves and like i was like now nah, i kind of want to see his hands like he said i was flown around from 
place to place and I lived like a, a luxurious life and oh my yeah. gosh. I was like, for Arby's first oh, class he for was Arby's Arby's yeah. he was an Arby's yeah. model for four years wow so wait, does he just hold sandwiches I guess so you gotta pick him up you gotta pick him up for the thing and it's funny Jason and I were like damn too bad my hands look yeah. like this he was a legit hand model. He was a legit hand model. On he got hit on at the by restaurant. one of the other uh, customers. Hand enthusiasts, I would say. <laughs> she obviously <laughs> saw his hands and I couldn't contain herself. Like, yeah, yeah. She's like, did you see those knuckles? Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, Shout out to Brett the waiter. You get yours, boo. Shout out to Brett <laughs> the waiter. Zoo's <laughs> kitchen. Zoolander is another one of those movies that got a hit with this sequel bug, and it just you know was yeah. not not anywhere near the same I as have the to be original. Honest. I didn't watch the sequel. I saw the previews and I was like, nope. Watched it once. Forgettable. Mm. Yeah. Never seen Zoolander. Man. Really? Never seen Zoolander. So, cause at this, at this point when it came out, I was like real, like it was a lot of Apatel stuff. Mm-hmm. A lot of frat pack guys. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it, Ben Stiller was never my favorite. Okay. That's fair. Cause like I saw like meet, meet the, meet the parents. Meet the parents. Yeah, meet the parents. I was like, eh, meh. And so, <laughs> So then, like watching a film fronted by him was never high on the priority list. Like it wasn't like a an avoid. It just was never high on the list. And then here it is, however many years later. Yeah. And then, like you just said, they made a sequel. Yeah, it's it's in <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah, it's they made that, it a you know, long sequel. time after. And I think it's funny because they kind of made it when they when uh, Ben Stiller and Christine Taylor were going through their divorce too. So I don't know. I oh, didn't watch divorced? it. Yeah, they're divorced. I didn't watch it. I don't know if it's good, but I feel like that might have affected it too. Yeah. She was uh, in Dodgeball. She was in Dodgeball. I loved her in Dodgeball. I loved her in Dodgeball. And you know, that's why I was surprised that they were married. I was like, what? Married? <laughs> <laughs> they had divorced, though. Eh, yeah. Happens. She's also the Jan Brady in the Brady movies. Uh, yes. Updated yes, yes, ones. Yes, yes. Oh, no, Marsha. She's Marsha. Marsha, 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 Marsha. But like the, the, the newer ones. Mm-hmm. Like the, the new Brady movies. That's a parody. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Zoolander at three. All right. Very good. So I had Friday at three. So Jason, what do you have at number two? I had Friday at two. Oh. Ah. Yeah. So wrong position, Jay. Wrong position. <laughs> oh, I apologize. But yeah, like I like I said, um, great movie, and it it just did a lot for comedy, and it it did a lot for um, those actors and bringing, you know, that genre of comedy uh, you know, into mainstream America, and I just really. Really enjoyed Friday. I think we kind of all went over it already. Yeah, Friday. It's just so good. It's so good. And and I, unexpected, I think. Yeah, I didn't expect it to be as funny as it was. I watched it obviously way later, as because I, I'm I'm a youngin, so at that point I was not able to watch that film. <laughs> well, I probably wasn't either, but I still watched it. Yeah, I, I don't even think, I, <laughs> I think we were all young. I don't, we're all kind of young. Yeah, yeah. Still watched the movie. Mom, I don't mom, think, mom gave you the stare down. She did, <laughs> but she's behind me, so I'm pretending like I don't see it. No, I, I mean, I, I was like, I was sub ten. <laughs> sub ten, sub ten. I was sub ten. With, I was like seven when it came out. Like, oh, so I'm not watching. That's why. that then. So I like I watched it definitely in my teens. And I also don't do, I don't smoke any weed. So Me neither. It was not really like a high on my list. Like 11. High? Oh, that was, that was funny. Kevin. I mean, 95. Yeah, I was. You were 13. Was 13. Yeah. yeah. So, so it was definitely a movie. Ago, guys. Yeah, I know. <laughs> For you. I, it was definitely a movie that I like watched and like. Snuck watch. Didn't yeah. like tell my mom yeah, I watched yeah, until watch. years later. I was like, oh, right yeah, now. I've seen that so movie. Until this day. Yeah, she right just found now. out. <laughs> 
I feel like I went to the theater and saw that movie. I feel like this is one of the ones like we snuck into the theater. Yeah, so yeah. I'm seven. Like, oh, mom, we're going to go see My Little Pony. And then yeah. we went and saw yeah, Friday. I was, like, 12. About a, yeah, I was yeah, 12, yeah. and definitely yes. not my culture right. at the time. <laughs> oh, it's I mean, not? Like, no, <laughs> if you didn't know this, I'm the only white guy on this show. <laughs> but you were in a backwards hat. <laughs> <laughs> but like, so I watched it. I watched it definitely in my teens and like when I was in high school. Yeah. And it was it was really funny, but it was not mm. like. And at this time, when I'm watching it, it's really odd to see um, Ice Cube as like a hood guy because at this point, are we there yet? It's out and Mark <laughs> out, and all these other Ice Cube stuff. So the fact that someone told me that he was a gangster rapper was already a surprise to me. Oh wow! No, like, no, no, no. We grew up with that, and no, then I saw him that. in Boys in the Hood, and then saw him in yeah. Friday. It was like what? But see, Ice Cube, but like I see, so I, I watch all that stuff later because I'm I'm born in '88, right? Ugh, and so ugh, I'm like gangster rap is like real big is like early '90s. So I'm three, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> and so it wasn't like, and then also there's a lot of profanity. And my my father was a minister, so that's definitely out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and so none of that was happening with me at like a youth. So then, um, in my teens, you know, no one no one's really checking teenagers. Like yeah. You're trying to, but you know, they you're like, oh, just don't bother me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so at that point, uh, that's when I was able to see it because my friends had like talked about it and stuff like that. And then that's when I like was very confused about Ice Cube because at this point I've seen uh, Barbershop 2 next yes. or something like that. And I'm like, how did, <laughs> like what is Ice Cube doing? doing? Why is he so angry? He was, but he like works, he's like the cool one at the barbershop. <laughs> I don't really understand. And then they're like, oh, yeah, man, here's some rap. I'm like, he did what? rap. What? Wait. The funny thing, I, during all this time, he was still doing rap and he was still hardcore and like then, gangsta then, yeah, yeah. about it. It's just like people in, weren't really listening to him. Well, I liked him because of the hip hop uh, back then. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh yeah, I want to see you know Ice Cube. Ice Cube do yeah. his uh, his thing. So I went to the movies. I bought a ticket for Air Bud. <laughs> and, uh, and I got walked in into the other theater. Uh, so Sorry, don't Bob. look at me, mom. <laughs> <laughs> I think you even asked me how it was. <laughs> like it was great. The dogs, the, the dogs. Buddy he's such good. Yeah, Mom, he's so good at making baskets. <laughs> the things you just saw on the poster. <laughs> so I was, you know, and then I was like, oh, this guy's actually funny. Uh, you yeah, know? yeah. That was his softening for me. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And that made him like humanized him, if you will. Yeah, it, like humanized him. And so, it's, it's Ice Cube was just interesting. It's an interesting guy to me, and even now. When I see Ice Cube, when he's doing like Big Three stuff, like the the uh, Big Three basketball league mm-hmm. that he films, mm-hmm. and I see him like on first take, it, it's really just interesting. And then watching him in that Ride Along right. film, film Ride series, along. it's just interesting seeing where he came from and where he's, and where at he's now. now. Yeah, which also leads me to another hot take that I often say is that I don't think Tupac would be as good now if he was still alive. I think he would have transitioned into making like kids type movies. No, I disagree. I feel like Tupac was heading toward Oscar bait movies. Oh, so you would also right, so you've been right. doing I feel like know. he still wouldn't be like gangster, gangster rap or whatever, but I, I feel like I think people forget that he has an arts background. He went to an yeah. art school. Like he had chops. So he did and Gridlocked, which was him uh wasn't that the one where he was playing like a junkie? No, he was a cop in that one, I thought. No, that's gang related, I think. 
He he did quite a few movies, and like right. I feel like he was heading toward becoming like uh, like a legit actor, you know. Whereas Ice Cube has gone family friendly. Yeah, I feel like Tupac would be like in those Oscar well, big films. The thing that I tell people all the time is that I don't think you would we would regard Tupac as one of the greatest rappers of all time, mm-hmm. only because like he he was because like I mean because no, he was already branching out. He was already doing other things. Mm-hmm. And Poetic justice that about his his yeah. rap. You would have then seen him in like you said Oscar type films and he would have definitely won like awards mm-hmm. you'd have been like oh man he's one of our a premier a premier actor yeah, yeah and you're like but yeah and they're like did you know he started off doing gangster rap yeah. <laughs> they're like yeah. oh what and yeah. then cause I mean like Ice Cube if you listen to some NWA stuff that he mainly wrote it's some good stuff but mm-hmm. no one ever talks about Ice Cube as a rapper yeah. right. now because yeah. it's 2020 mm-hmm. and I know him from the big three <laughs> owning a basketball league and a diehard Lakers and Dodgers yeah. fan, and uh, well, people grow up, you know. People people, grow, people up. grow up and they change, so that's that's how come. Like I said, people think it's a hot take that I say that mm-hmm. Tupac's only like super big because he died, but that's why is that Tupac is very talented. Yeah, yes. like he was in quite a few movies. Correct, quite a few, like Juice, uh, Poetic Justice, Justice yeah. Gridlocked, and the other one you were talking about. Like he was in quite a few <laughs> movies. Also, um. D- Second hottest take, uh, Jada would not be with Will Smith if Tupac was alive. <laughs> I just wanted to say that. Oh. Damn. Maybe she would not be. Boom, she, boom, Jada, boom, boom. Throwing shots. Shakur. That's who she would be. Oh. No, she probably would have divorced him and ended up with Will. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think that. I don't even think that crosses. I don't even think that. So I think that Tupac would have got tired of Jada fast. <laughs> <laughs> I know there's a rumor going Girl, around that he was hooking up with Madonna. Tables. You never yeah. know. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? But Tupac, you know. Shout yeah. to that dude. Yeah. Anyway, so thank you. Friday at two. Friday at two. Shante, what do you have at number two? At number two for me, it is like the earliest frat pack film. It kind of introduced us to it, and it's one of the ones that like kind of brought raunch back to TV. You know, you had Animal House and all that stuff, and then this came out, and people were like, "Oh crap, they're being raunchy again." And that's there's something about Mary. Okay. Yeah. So Ben Stiller, Cameron Diaz, no, ben Stiller joint. Uh, you know it. It's, oh. It was the movie I watched. I was like, oh my God, I can't believe like, You know, the fact when he got his penis stuck in the zipper and like uh, the cum in the hair and like. Nah. Yeah. It was so raunchy and it's it's one of those movies How'd that. How'd you get the beans above the Franks? <laughs> right? Yeah. He's a, <laughs> which one is it? The beans or the Franks? The beans or Franks. How'd you do it? Like, it's beans? just, and I feel like it was one Frank of the earliest. Beans. It was like the beginning of the frat pack. It was like their, you know, their rising sun or whatever. And it was so funny. And when it came out, it was one of those ones that, like, you watched it over and over. Like, I feel like I went to the theater more than once to watch this movie. So it's number two for me. It's strong. It's a strong, strong movie. Uh, the whole, like, him going, the whole gag about, uh, picking up homosexuals at the at the <laughs> truck stops and yeah like it, oh man it's there's yeah. just almost too much yeah and in his, that movie his to, shoe uh, fetish so, thing oh, like god. and the rash like oh my god oh, there's so oh. much then, going on and then brett farvera yeah. shows up you know <laughs> farvera <laughs> and like the grandmother with the the like her tan was oh my god <laughs> oh it was just uh, and it was it was it was very cringy, but in a in the best way. 
Was that her first movie or was The Mask her first movie? The Mask was the her first The Mask was her first yeah. one. I was going to say, yeah. I mean, I remember Cameron Diaz from The Mask, but man, yeah. like the one that really sticks out is the cum in the hair. Like, yeah. The, oh, the, you have yeah, gel. I is, need some gel. I needed some gel and just rubs <laughs> and then it the in her And the thing is just standing oh, straight just up. Just oh, <laughs> man. So good. Or when out her house and then he accidentally sees those old... Uh, the uh, old, old bare breasts, old, old titties, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and they're like. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, for a raunchy movie, it is actually a little soft too. Like, has mm-hmm. a softer side to it. Um, the relationship that Ben Stiller forms with the brother, with the brother, and, you know, I believe he's autistic. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, yes, there's some jokes about it, but at the same time, like, it does kind of move to this right. softer mm-hmm. tone at it. So it was, it was, you know, for a comedy, it was pretty good in yeah. terms yeah. of that. Had so, a lot of heart in it. Yeah. Yeah. Never seen it. Oh, what? Doesn't like Ben Stiller. I'm be- starting to believe he's not a comedy guy. I know, right? He does <laughs> yes. not. No, 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 for I'm someone not who laughs ben, so much, you don't like comedy. I'm not a Ben Stiller guy. Oh, not that's a right, Ben Stiller that's right, guy. That's right. It was like his first like thing, and it was, it was so like funny. His best thing. It, it is his I best thing. Like his I think that's top. why you're not a Ben Stiller guy because you didn't watch the, There's Something About Mary. Possibly, possibly mm-hmm. because, like I said, my first real introduction is like Meet the Parents. Mm-hmm. Oh, meet and the I'm, Parents. Yeah, that was late, and I'm like, that was Robert De Niro's best comedy. <laughs> 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 he was really funny. In it. He, was he, was he was great. He was great, especially in for it. a guy that was such a a serious type yeah. actor, dude. It was so he was so good. Um, but I never, never, there's something about Mary. Wow. I hear about it. I've never been drawn to it. Um, I know that Cameron Diaz is really good in it from what I hear, mm-hmm. but I just, it just never. Oh, wow. Is it a Judd Apatow film? It is it? I, no, don't, I don't think so. Fairly I think it's a brothers. Fairly Brothers. Yeah. 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 But even Matt Dillon was so yeah, with his teeth. Matt Dillon's in it with those teeth, the chicklets. What oh, <laughs> what was going man. on there? It's, but it's, I do consider it a frat pack film. It's a, it's on the list of a hundred funniest movies in twentieth century. I just a mess for me. Like that's just all it is. I just haven't seen it. And, yeah. and even as we talk about it, and I know how quotable it is because people quote all the time. Still probably won't go watch it. I'm not wow. going to. And it's not wow. like a knocker. It's just, what I'm just missing out. So uh, later after the show, we'll talk. Um, We'll see what Superbad did to Shanta. <laughs> and we'll see what Ben Stiller did to you. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I can tell you what Superbad did to me. It did not entertain me. Hilarious. Yeah, I love him dodgeball. in Dodgeball. Like, dodgeball. I, Nobody makes me bleed my own blood. But like yeah. the thing is about him in Dodgeball is that I think Vince Vaughn, as the straight man, if mm-hmm. you will, yes, is just like Global Gym is just so funny yeah. as a whole yeah I, I get it like i i have that uh, a very similar feeling about will ferrell i prefer him in like a smaller role in a movie versus the main the, the main, main guy you know and again don't get me wrong will i mean elf is one of my favorite movies he has some roles that are an anchorman is on my list right he has roles where he's the head guy that i love yeah but i mean i kind of get what kevin's saying like he's like better when as you the have, buddy is yes when you have a, a little bit a little bit less is more because Oftentimes they are so much so more. over the right, time. Right. Yeah. So when something about Mary came out, I was ten, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm ten when that movie drops. Obviously, once again, not watching it when it comes right, out. Right. Right. And so then, like as time goes on, my first introduction is Meet the Parents, which came out like in the early 2000s. Which was, did you like Meet the Parents? Eh. What? That's what I'm saying. Like, like <laughs> I thought I thought Robert Nero was like really funny. Yeah. yeah. And, I have nipples. Can you, can you, <laughs> you milk me? Like he taught his cat how to use the pot. The yes. Like like that's what I'm saying. Like like that was super funny. Ben Stiller was 
he's not the he's not the comedy in the film if you mm-hmm. if you think about mm-hmm. it right. the comedic person in the film is like Robert De Niro and the interactions there mm-hmm. so Ben Stiller's like whatever for me then uh, not a not against him mm-hmm. but like not trying to go out and see all of his movies right. either right um so with that like for instance for we we talked about on the show on this podcast. We've talked about Superbad and Jonah. Like Jonah Hill to me was really funny and Superbad. Right. That I then yeah. wanted to see Jonah Hill films. Right. Yeah. Right. Because it's just funny to me. Yeah. Right. Ben Stiller, I had the opposite effect. So I'm like, he's not funny. One. So you were like, I'm done. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't really need to see mm-hmm. other movies. So I don't need to go back and watch. There's something about Mary. Gotcha. Zoolander comes out, and at that point, I. Owen, I like I like Owen Wilson, mm-hmm. but I still don't. I, I see Zoolander all over the poster. Uh, right, Ben Stiller, ben all Stiller the yeah. So I'm like, eh. I'll, if I see it, I see it. Right. Well, same thing with there's something about Mary that if I see it, I see it. And I just haven't, and so I'm not like going to go look for it. And then the hard no, part about dude, movies like I that, think you need to go ahead and just watch it. Well, there's there's hard thing. The hard thing about that one is that some of these movies I feel like are not done justice on TBS. Oh, because yeah. of the cuts oh, yeah. and the yes. commercial breaks. Right. And so stuff. I don't watch a lot of movies on TV, only because I know like It'll a lot of jokes it. are cut. It's because they have to be because they're so right. broadcast television the, and they're raunchy. That's all about that's all about background noise for me. Like, oh, this movie is on. Yeah. I'm doing. I'm, I'm leaving gonna, it I'm on gonna, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna clean my kitchen. Before. And I've right. seen them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Right. And so and I, you know when your favorite parts are coming up, so you take a pause and be like, oh, here it comes. I'll watch movies that I've seen before. Yes, I've never seen. I'm not watching it even the first time. That's what TBS is for. It's just stuff you've seen but you wouldn't mind seeing again. Right, right. You're like, I don't the lazy, yeah. I need the to lazy fold some Sunday. clothes. Let me put TBS. <laughs> yes. Yes. Right. Yeah. But like exactly. an initial watch, I, I I'm not watching. I would. Yeah. I don't think it would do it justice. And I've seen like the. There's a scene where he's like in a bathroom or something, and there's something about Mary. Oh yeah, that's like the beginning of the movie. So I've seen that scene mm-hmm. multiple times, but when I watched it on TV. I felt like there was. I just felt like you there was missing. more to it. Yeah. Yes. The whole how you get the, the beans above the Franks, like yeah, yeah. that alone. Showed. Yeah, but they're not showing that obviously yeah, yeah. on right. TBS. So I'm like, I, right. I remember watching that one scene at the beginning of it. At one point, I was like, I know there's a lot of this. You're missing there so much. Be, like there has to be because there's a lot of things going on here, and it's like gone to commercial really quickly. Yeah. So. I'm assuming there's some stuff here. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. you're missing out. But I, don't, I didn't then. I didn't then go say, "Let me go find this DVD, this Blu-ray, or something." I was just mm-hmm. like, "All right." And then what about my day? The channel keep going. Right. So, I don't have a lot to say about the movie. I don't have anything to say about the movie because I just haven't seen it. And uh, if it comes, if it, if I see it, I'll watch it. I'll sit down and watch it. But it's right. not, I'm like, there's some some movies that I like actively avoid. I feel uh, like this is one of them. No, for no, some no. Just, where where is it playing though? Like. It's probably on some streaming somewhere. Right, but like you, you have to go. Look you'd have for to go it. find it, and you're not gonna it's do so that. So old, right? you have to look for it. Yeah, and and like you said, it's so raunchy that if I find it on something, it's gonna cut out. <laughs> it's gonna ruin the it. funniest part. It's gonna ruin oh, it. The foot fetish thing. <laughs> Goodness <laughs> gracious. <laughs> See, stuff like that is not gonna not gonna be there. So people make yeah. their people make their their references, and I I like hear them. It just I just haven't seen. Right. Yeah. All right. And I know people are gonna like message because like whatever the stuff I talk about I haven't seen, I definitely get text messages when people yeah. listen to the show. Yeah. And they're like, Kevin, how you have not seen this thing? Yeah. And I go, I just haven't seen it, man. Like clearly, <laughs> I explained it already. That if you listened, you would have heard the stuff you need to watch. Yeah, yeah. And so I, you know, I just haven't seen it, but I hear it's really funny, and I'm glad mm-hmm. it's on your list. It yeah. is. All right. So for me, in the we're two, 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 right. two, 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 two. Yeah. 
Um, I actually made an adjustment because it was old school, but uh, memories and, and through our conversation, <laughs> something popped into my head and I actually found a better movie for that spot and it's Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Oh, oh yeah. So we don't, so I love. Like you, you got, Shante said we were going to do like a, a, we should maybe do a, a uh, Apatow top five. A top five. I feel like we're doing it right now. I, uh, yeah, it's, <laughs> well, Apatow's like, all over the place. But. Like I said, this is my, this is my 20s. Yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. I said, this is my, Forgetting oh, yeah, like Sarah Marshall. Your 20s. That makes oh, sense. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. yeah. all those movies came yeah, out. Yeah, exactly. So like, to me, this is comedy, but, right. um, Forgetting Sarah Marshall is hilarious. Uh, Jason Siegel, um, yeah. my goodness, just it, I, it's just a lighthearted, you know, rom com in a way right. where Jason Siegel and and um, his girlfriend Kristen Bell, Kristen Bell, sh- uh, you know, she's a celebrity and he kind of does Mila music Kunis. and break up. You know, she's she's this star. Oh. The the introduction of Russell Brand. It's oh just, yes! It's just thank you for that. Yes, <laughs> for yeah. like the little bit of Russell Brand we get in life. I, yes, listen, and and Russell Brand's character, his uh, the musician that's just this ex druggy yeah. sexual whatever. But uh, and isn't get him to the Greek? It's basically a yes. sequel to Forgetting it, Sarah yes. Marshall. Yes. But I, like that was a movie where Puff Daddy actually was funny, and I usually oh, don't think he is hel- funny, funny okay. but was he was funny. so hilarious in it. Um, I was gonna say there's. Yeah, we have puppets again. Yes, oh uh, puppets. J- uh, but they're Jason- not marionettes, so it's okay. Yeah, Jason Siegel <laughs> creates a, a, Dracula a Dracula musical. musical. And the song is actually the, pretty the good. The song yeah. is really good. Well, the whole that whole scene, like I saw that scene, I was like, I kind of want them to I want to make this and watch and this. And go to this, th- you know, uh, I don't know. It's, it, it's lighthearted and fun for, you know, the romantic side of things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really just... I, I like Jason Siegel. I think he's really funny. So funny. Mm-hmm. So funny. Um, he doesn't do a lot of things, which is, I think, a shame. Well, no, I think that makes it better because when he does a thing and it's, it's really, really good. But he's yeah. very, he's very creative, and I, I, you know, he had his hand in the musical part right. of it, in and all of that good stuff. So, I don't know. All around, what do you guys think? I, I love the movie. Yeah. I love it's it. a good movie, yeah, and it's, it's, it's it is one of those ones where you're like, oh, it's on, and you watch it. You know, yeah. you're just like, I'm keeping this on then. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they had Jack McBrayer. Uh, oh uh, yeah, and it's like, oh, she wants me to do oh, things. Yeah. With oh, <laughs> that. Oh, that whole sequence. They're probably two of my favorite characters yeah. he's like when he under his breath you know off to find the mythical clitoris you know, <laughs> that was just, one movie where the side characters were so hilarious. like um, bill Hader. Um, yeah uh, as, as his brother, his brother. he's like oh what are you doing i know what you're doing you stop that haters is so oh, funny in that uh all the side characters are so paul, paul yeah. rudd you know yes. i'm gonna i'm gonna give you a uh a hawaiian name of peep P.O.P. <laughs> Another good Jonah, Jonah Hill. Hill. Jonah Hill as like Just a mega the, fan. The fan yeah, boy. Yeah. Uh, Russell Brand teaching that guy how to, you know, make love Was using the giant chest. Yes. Al just Snow is like. I can just watch. I can just watch Al yeah. Snow like all the time. Get him to the Greek. so funny. Yeah. Get him to yeah. the Greek Super is funny. hilarious. Yeah. So, yeah. Forgetting Sarah Marshall too. All right. I, I think Kristen Bell also does a lot of, I feel like, um, She's really pulling from her husband in this film mm-hmm. and Dak Shepard. She's mm-hmm. like pulling some comedy mm-hmm. that I didn't expect to get from her. I mean, she was Veronica Mars at this point. Right. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So watching her in this film with Jason Siegel and, and holding her own, though. And, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Crushing it as this actress who's now with this rocker. And what, the is, what does she thing. say to yes. Aldous Snow when she's mad at him? And she's like, 
you have a Buddhist, a Christian, yeah. and some this other Buddhist, text. This is this, this is this, and it's all bullshit. Like, <laughs> so good. She was so good in that movie. And like that made me want to watch A Good Place because, mm-hmm. you know, I never watched Veronica Mars, but she was so good in Forgetting Sarah Marshall that I was like, all right, let me, let me check this out. Yeah. And then Jason Segel, he was already crushing it, mm-hmm. crushing it as a uh, Marshall. As Marshall in How, how, how I Met Your Mother. mother. And yeah. then he like makes this movie with Judd Apatow who, Basically, prints money. Yeah. Right, and he's like, "Dad, I'm making a money. I'm making a movie. Money." Yeah, like in the 2000s, like you said, mm-hmm. your 20s in the 2000, the mid, the mid 2000s, Judd Apatow's print money. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, so things. since he's printing money at the time, he's one of one of his guys. Right. From like, I think he was in Freaks and Geeks. Also, mm-hmm. he like, was in Freaks yeah. and Geeks. One of yes. his guys. So you're like, yeah. okay. Judd Apatow's like, oh, friends, you're busy. <laughs> no, you're not, because we're about to make some money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go print some money. Yeah. yeah Seth Rogen money. was in Freaks and Geeks. Yeah. Um, it's funny, like all his friends, Angles, all those guys. Yeah. The frat packers. Um, it's funny you say it made you like Christianville. It actually did the opposite for me. Oh, oh you did? <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, that's that bitch Sarah Marshall. <laughs> <laughs> I, I totally you listened. held it against <laughs> it. But again, she played that role. I mean, she I did. Get, but she just played like. I don't know. She became a narrative zone, a trash bag, you know, later yeah. on. And just, I don't know. No, but she's got some range, man. No, and she's I, super great. So and I good. see what you, what you yeah. liked about it. But I, yeah. I just, oh, me, she is. A, it made me not watch her other stuff and everything. Oh, <laughs> man. I'm I'm made, serious. I was like, she was good like, how could you do it to I it? I want to like the good place stuff. And I haven't even oh, looked at it. At oh, all. no. You, you need, need to watch it. You need to get over it. It was a role, Jason. That's not who she really is. You calm it down. 100%. You roll like I'll talk to you however I want to. Oh, you're wrong. No, get one, it together. 100%. You need to watch a good place. Like, it, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, you guys all jumped four, on board immediately when I watched it. Yes. Yes. Four seasons. So I'm about to re watch yeah. the good I've, place. I've probably watched it two or three times it's fully because so it's how many it's seasons? So good. Four? It's only four. four. No, like, it's 11 over now. Well, yeah, yeah and it's, it's and done. It's that's one of, why it's actually so good. Because they ended it in a very decisive place. Like, it was planned. It was planned to end that way. Yeah, it was really well done. You, It was, they didn't need more. Right. And it was. It was yeah. Like a like so like a lot of British, British series they have a they have an end idea inside. of a start and end mm-hmm. yeah and they go for like two seasons three three series three, two seasons two series three series or so right this is very similar that they knew that they were doing four seasons wow he had that's that planned out it's like ten episodes uh, per season per season and that's it and that was the plan yeah. And Netflix. they executed it well. It's on Netflix. Netflix. It is. Netflix. And I think yeah. it's on Hulu too, right? I think it's on Hulu as well. Yeah. It's definitely worth watching. Yeah. yeah. 100%. 100%. Like, I'm w- coming back for you. Yeah. <laughs> I will say those last few episodes bring those tissues, dude. Yeah. yeah. Bring it's them. really good because, like I said, it's a whole story from the beginning to the end. Mm-hmm. So it's complete. Like, I, I was, and I'm, and it's also one of the, um, the few series that I've watched where I'm, Okay with the ending. I was like, yeah, I, I was think like, they wow. did it. Think I was they did satisfied. It really did it bring you to tears, Aaron? Yeah. Oh yeah. Hundred yeah. oh, yeah. percent. It's, it's well, heroes did. don't cry. <laughs> <laughs> in, in, that's in public. That's in untrue. Public. In public. That's in public. untrue. No, like, uh, like, like Aaron just said, the the fact that they have an idea from the from day one about how this was going to end. They're telling this yeah. forty two episode story or so. Since it they were already sense. doing that, yeah, it made sense, and you knew. There was there was no reason to be unhappy because yeah. this was always the plan. I personally don't get upset when whenever shows end. I don't get mad about the ending like Game of Thrones. Yeah. Uh, the reason I don't get mad about it Ugh. personally is because <laughs> I did not write it, so I assume right. that that's what this creator's vision was. I get upset when shows end early, like prematurely, because I'm like, and they don't get that completion. You, get to complete your you story. don't get that satisfaction. So I never get mad that it wasn't necessarily what I wanted, but I'm not the one writing. You don't feel the Game of Thrones is a little premature. 
No, this was the this was their plan was right. This was their I, plan. I don't feel it was premature. I feel like it wasn't completed and fleshed out correctly. Exactly. That's but see, like you, said, you need more time to I didn't flesh write out it. certain that's things. How, that's, yeah. how, that's just how I personally feel. That, like, I didn't write it, so this is I feel like they kind of rushed like through it, and like they could have had more episodes and, and, I'm and aware made that it I'm make a, sense. I'm, I'm aware I'm, I'm one of the few on this on this topic, but it, for me, it's like, I didn't write the thing, right? If, right, right. If I wrote it, then I could have some kind of space to be upset about something, yeah, that's true. but I don't. Like there's people that don't like how like the Harry Potter series has ended, right? How the Harry Potter it series ended. I I didn't write the thing, so yeah, <laughs> and, and, no, that one's fine though. But like for me, like that's exactly how it should have ended because I well I, I thought it was fine. It's just different for different people. But with this, you saw a show to from its beginning to its completion, yeah. its planned completion, mm-hmm. and I feel like uh, everything is wrapped up as like. Speaking of shows, Superstore, it's going to end this season. Mm-hmm. Um, that's going to Which come up it, in May. Which it should. Well, Emmy Ferrer left. <laughs> but I mean, it's done. It, the thing is, though, I, I don't think you're going to get a satisfied ending because they got told last month that this would be the last season. Mm-hmm. So I don't know that this was written yeah. and things were put in place. Whereas from the middle of the second season of The Good Place, things were going to yeah. this end that it has. Yeah, because you knew from the beginning that this was the story that we were telling. So yeah, it's very good though. Check it out. Check out Kristen Bell. Look at that. Active. Look at that little uh, forgetting Sir Marshall tangent stuff <laughs> yeah. that we just went on. But yeah, that, that's it. All right. That's number two. Mm-hmm. Well, for me at number two, this is where I got that Judd Apatow goodness, that Seth Rogen goodness. This oh, is where oh. the villain really gets her mark. I got super bad at number Woo! two. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so super bad. Absolutely named. Listen, like, like Jason said, don't talk about yourself like that. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm not. Super bad isn't came out in 2007. It was a coming of age story about a young man named Seth. Well, no, yeah, named Seth and his buddy named Evan, as they go and go on to try to get some booze and go to a very very fun party that is hosted by Emma Stone. This is where I became Emma Stone. Shantae don't drink all that drink, man. Like, don't drink. It's still early in the morning. It's still. It's gone. Why are you pouring some more? You need to relax. No, I can't pour. I would pour more, but it's empty, so there's no more to pour. <laughs> so you have Jonah Hill playing Seth. You have Michael Sarah playing Evan. You got dicks. Them drawing dicks in this film. <laughs> Dave Franco's in the movie. Seth Rogen, Emma Stone. Christopher Mintz Plus. Bill Hader, it's ah, so so much fun. Shantae, tell me how you feel about Superbad. <laughs> All right, I feel like this movie was very boring. Um, it kind of got drawn out. The jokes for me didn't really land as well. I feel like the best character in it was McLovin. That's because he was so ridiculous. Um, it just wasn't a good movie. Like I was bored. Like, but it, it was a struggle for me to actually finish this film. I don't think there was anything in it for me that like I want me, wanted me to come back and watch it again. It just wasn't a good film. All right, cool. So in Superbad, Seth and Evan are best friends, right? Going on an adventure to get laid. Yeah, that's all they're trying to do. And they're drunk. in high school. Oh, and, and, get drunk, and drunk. Yeah. And drunk. And drunk. And so in the movie, they are told that they can go to Becca's party. And they're like, oh, we can totally buy like the alcohol. Because <laughs> they have like a fake ID. 
Yeah, McLovin's but got it. They don't even have the ID yet. They're like, they think they're gonna get an ID. Fogel's gonna go get the Fogel's ID. Fogel's gonna get the ID, and he definitely looks like a kid. The best part about this movie to me is that you have teenagers playing teenagers, and yeah. and you see it throughout the whole thing. Yeah, they're young kids doing young kid stuff. They get into all kinds of hijinks on the way to trying to go to this party with some alcohol, mm-hmm. and. This is where I fell in love with Emma Stone. I watched every, I've seen literally everything Emma Stone's done because of because of Super Bad. Super Bad. I thought she was great in Super Bad. Um, I've watched a bunch of Michael Sarah stuff. I've watched a bunch of Jonah Hill stuff because I just loved this movie. Yeah. When we started talking about doing this, uh, the villain asked, "Was I going to put Super Bad on the list?" I didn't ask you. You volunteered this information and. As I, I thought about care. it, as I thought about, it, <laughs> as I thought about it, it's not just the goader because I have seen all of the things she. she I will been. say this before this episode, we talked about it, and he where he admitted that he's only it, putting it on his top five because of this issue that I have with but the as film. I, as I've talked about and it, and he also said if he had, if it weren't for that, he probably wouldn't have thought about I it. I wouldn't have originally thought about it, but as I've. As I'm talking about it, I have seen everything Emma Stone's been in mm-hmm. because of this. I've seen a lot of Jonah Hill stuff and and Michael Sarah stuff, including year one, because <laughs> of watching this movie. Mm-hmm. And I even watched that one where he has like the I multiple. I like year one. Uh, yeah. There's, there's, oh. And I'm proud of it. Apparently there's, Kevin doesn't like year one. He has that other movie where he has like two roles. Uh, Michael Sarah is like another role. He has like a mustache or something. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, I forgot it what it's like called. A, kind of like an indie film. Yeah, yeah I not that like movie the Imposter. In the I forgot what it's called. Um, uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the World. I like. I, I love Scott. Oh, I watched these awesome. other movies. I love that. I Michael that's Sarah one of the movies I'm Gino? like. I have nothing yes, else to watch. Gino? I'm gonna put on Scott Pilgrim. So I watched all these other stuff because I liked the characters mm-hmm. in Superbad so much. Mm-hmm. So. Yes, it was originally to go to you, but as I'm sitting here and realizing it and thinking about it as we've been chatting, I like really do like truly love this movie. Well, you're welcome, Seth Rogen. If it weren't for me, no one would be such, talking about your movie. Well, which is why I had such a hard, strong reaction to you and, made, and you became the villain that day. Yeah. Because this movie definitely means a lot. I just, I, I watched that movie and... You know, it reminds me of my adolescence. I was probably more like McLovin because I looked like I was 10 years old. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, oh um, you did! I, I, We've I, seen I, pictures! Oh, oh, yeah, I'll show you, I'll show <laughs> we, you my senior picture. We compared yeah. senior yeah. pictures. I was like, you look Instagram. like someone I would have babysat. Oh, yeah, you gotta put seriously. it on your Instagram. You gotta oh, put one of those photos I, on Instagram. I might have to. Uh, <laughs> I'll, go, I'll get a, a better quality one when I go back to Oregon. I'll put it up there. But uh, yeah. I, I looked like I was... I, I looked like I was 10 years old in high school. But... I still had my buddies and we were always getting into trouble and it was just our, you know, one time we decided to take the parents' cars and then we switched cars. So I got to drive, you know, my buddy's car and my buddy had a milkshake on the dashboard and right. I decided to drive and the milkshake <laughs> spilled all over the other person's, you know, right. car's dashboard. You know, it just, it's those kind of hijinks that while I wasn't necessarily in the same situations as them, I wasn't a drinker in high school or trying to go to those kind of parties, but it just reminds me of that. And it's kind of a nice little throwback. So yeah. I really enjoy the movie. That's what I think is great about it as well. It's like it's the little hijinks and the little specific type of hijinks they would get into. Like some, 
girl got period blood on her. Oh, the like, dance scene. <laughs> like, I roll. All these weird things. And just in, same, in the same vein as Friday, it's like throughout a course of a day. Mm-hmm. Uh, and all this stuff happens. In the same vein as Friday, it introduced a whole new uh, genre of comedy to, to the mainstream America. Yeah. And, and, and the actors who went on to do their own thing. So it's really monumental um, for uh, comedy as a whole, you know? And, yeah. and it's just, you know. It rightfully sits at number two. Now, one thing that was very interesting for me with Superbad is that I saw a movie recently called Booksmart. Okay. Yeah, and it's it's ju- it's the bad. female version of Superbad. Okay. And to be honest, well, I didn't like that's that either. Jonah Hill's sister. That's his sister. Oh, in no it. way! So yeah. crazy. Yeah, okay. that it's a sister, and oh. there's very similar. It's, it's different it's, beats. Yeah, but it's very. Yeah, simple. it's like a updated millennial super bad for girls. Yeah, and to be honest, I didn't like that movie either. So I, 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 what is, I, what is I, that I, on? Is that on Netflix or is I, it? I think it's it's it came somewhere. out last year, okay. yeah. twenty nineteen. Okay, and it, it might was, be Prime. It was directed okay. by Olivia Munn. I want to say. Oh, okay. Olivia I, Munn or Olivia Wilde. Oh, one sounds... of them. One of the Olivias. I one of the Olivia. Wilde, I think it was Wild. Olivia Wilde. Okay, so okay. it was. It was. It was directed by her. So like. Um, Debut her debut as, as, as a director, director. and okay. there were funny parts to it and there were th- but like it really was it's basically super it's bad, super bad. It's for, and for it's girls it's funny, but it's, okay it's, but definitely gotta check that one out it, i think in yeah. because it's the same type of thing i still was like oh i didn't really like this i kind of wanted to like it but i didn't so okay. i'm not gonna lie i i liked it but i didn't love it because okay. i'm literally watching it and and I'm, like oh that's super bad i went to the theater bad. like the middle of the day um, to go see it, it was like the middle of the day. I was off work. I like sit there and I was like, "This is super bad." Mm-hmm. And I like pulled out my phone. And I was like, "This is so super bad that that's Jonah Hill's sister." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like as super bad as you can get. Yeah. And then they have like the the skinny little whiny friend. I was like, "Oh, Michael yeah. Sarah." Yeah, I, <laughs> there I she is. To, I definitely looked. I was like, "Is this Michael Sarah's sister?" <laughs> <laughs> and then, if it is, is this a sequel? Yeah. <laughs> and I think they had that one of the kids from the Spider Man movies in it, and like. I think, you know, watching it and I didn't, you know, realizing like this is basically super bad for girls. And I'm like, but it's still trash. It still isn't uh, good. See, I still, I still enjoyed it. And like I said, I, I think you would like it. I thought Blockers was more super bad for girls. I feel like terms. Blockers are super bad for parents. For parents. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's a good way of saying it. Okay. But super bad, super bad belongs on this list for me. Okay. Belongs at number two. I know that Shantae's the villain because of Superbad, mm-hmm. and she has made her statements clear. Yes. I know she will not be voting for Superbad. I will Superbad. double, triple, quadruple down on that. Mm. But Superbad is just, it's just really funny, and I think it belongs here. Okay. With that being said, Jay, what do you have at number one? All right. Well, this has fit you know, all of my criteria. It's made a major impact out there it makes fun of itself it's very original you think about it you laugh the quotables are off the chart um uh just two words one man fat bastard oh we're we're going to austin Austin powers Powers. Mm. which one you can do the umbrella Just if you want. Films. You can do umbrella. Awesome power I feel films. like uh, they, the they second one was together. the best one. It's but hard to yeah. Spy Who Shagged Me is definitely, I would say, the best out of out of. I would the agree trilogy. with that. <laughs> uh, you know, I wouldn't even I wouldn't even say hit the umbrella because I feel like then Gold Member brings it down. Yeah, Gold oh, Member sucked. Fair. Number one was good. Number two was the best one. So I think mm-hmm. you should you should go with two. Yeah, yeah. let's go with Spy Who Shagged Me. Awesome okay. power. Spy Who Shagged Me. I think that is the quintessential awesome. Yeah, powers. and that's when they introduce Fat Bastard anyway. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, 
get in my it's belly. Just, it's just part of pop culture, and I mean, the opening sequence of Spy Shack is, uh, is uh, uh, you know, he's on Jerry Springer talking mm-hmm. to his son. <laughs> and, I mean. Uh, the baby back, baby back. The just it's just I'm lost jam. my mojo. <laughs> Get in my belly, like you know. Get uh, in my belly. It's just packed with just quotables, quotables, and just yeah. and and even sequences like things that are not quotable, like the part where they're standing in front of that shaded area and it looks like mini me is like grabbing fruit out of a bag, but mm-hmm. it looks like it's like oh yeah, it looks out coming out of those yeah, or the shadow or scene, penis yeah. or something like you know. And, it's just and just the funny stuff. I ordered freaking sharks with lasers, like, like you know, freaking like, well, laser beams. Well, we got sea bass. Are they ill-tempered? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? like, so it's just like the mannerisms. It's just funny. Like, and they even uh, talk about you know what what is it? Comedic tropes, like uh, or not even just comedy. Like he had he had Will Ferrell, and he had to ask him three times, like uh, you know, about some information, and he finally gave up the information. And I feel like, like that. God dang, three. He's, he's all right. three times. And he's like, I feel like that's stuff that happens in movies like that all the time, where like they'll ask him insistently, and then they'll finally just tell him. Like, why do they tell him? <laughs> the villain like, telling the plan. Yeah, yes. those kinds of things. Like, you asked me three times. I'm going to tell you everything. And it's just it's just hilarious, and it just stood the test of time. It's funny if you watch it today. Um, um, people could quote it, you know, people who weren't even, a, you know, born when it came out, you know, they know about it. It's just like, yeah, awesome powers. It's just, it's put its footprint on film and comedy as a whole. So I have awesome powers as my number one. Okay. Yes. Aaron talked about them extensively, uh, Vern Troyer and yeah. Yeah, Mini-Me as in, Mini-Me. Our, Sidekicks. in our Sidekicks, Sidekicks. episode. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a big fan of, of, uh, Mike Myers in this role and then Vern Troyer as his, you know, Mini-Me. his companion. Mini-Me. So good. Yeah. So I, for good. a long time, Mini-Me. I really thought Vern Troyer was mute until I was like, oh no, that was just <laughs> for the movie. <laughs> I was like, oh well, he doesn't talk. I was like, no, he does. <laughs> Dr. Evil is a great villain in yeah. general. Oh, you know, yeah, the little, his. The little pinky at the <laughs> side of the mouth. So when we do top five villains, where does Shantae rank with the Dr. Evil? Is who's higher? Oh, oh my goodness. You know what? Uh, listen, she is she is the villain, but she's probably just an honorable mention. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, wow. Dr. Evil though is a very good a very good uh villain. Like the the, the lasers, I wanted lasers on these sharks, yeah. The, but yeah. the laser quick lasers. lasers. <laughs> <laughs> Those things were, were really funny. I like Austin Powers movies. They're they're fine. Mm-hmm. They're fine. Um, Mike Myers is a lot for me. He's just a lot, just in general. But that's fine. I mean, yeah. it, he's yeah, he's intentionally an over the top. Over the top. Yeah. yeah, and so that's why it's okay. Like it's okay with me. I'm, right. I get it. I know. Like what we're you doing. know what he's bringing yeah. to the table. And and there's just so many cameos in this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like Woody uh, Woody Harrelson's in this one. Uh, uh, Seth Green. Yeah. Willie S- Nelson. Steve Spielberg. Uh, Oh, Spielberg is yeah. in it. Yeah. Tom Cruise was in it, I think it was. Oh, Rebecca yeah. Romaine. Yeah. The little beginning. The yeah. That's what I like, too, is like it kind of, you know, made fun of It like was very ridiculous. And Hollywood yeah. movies and everything. Parody parody movies are just usually really funny. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my movies that, one of my favorite movies that's not on this list that I'm not going to, would not put here, but it's really funny. It's like scary movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The right. first scary movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The other ones, so no, but the like first that, scary movie was so funny. Don't be a South Central while drinking your juice mm-hmm. in the hood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Parody films are just 
funny because they yeah. hit. They make sure they, they make hit fun all of, of everything. Not another teen movie. Mm-hmm. Like they oh, hit. So good. They hit the the beats that are funny. So this one, being able to create a series from this mm-hmm. and still hit the beats of like spy films. Yeah. So great. Yeah. Yeah. And I think this is on a whole other tier of parody movie too. Like I think that scary movie and. And not another team movie. Yes, they're funny and they're yeah, own. they're definitely right. a lower yes. tier. Like, but you look at them as like, oh, they're over here. But they're definitely Austin like Powers the imitation like parodies, right? Parody yes. movie, mm-hmm. right? Yes. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah, and 100%. it definitely it, it has created a it created a new like its own thread, right? Right. right? You have Austin Powers International Man of Mystery and this one, and then you have Gold Member, Gold Member with Foxy Cleopatra. Mm-hmm. Like those are the those are the things. Like you you created its own genre, its right. own franchise. Right. So I'm with you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's definitely different. Yes, Scary Movie is a franchise too. For anyone that's asking, but it's, but it's not a good one. Uh, scary Movie's good. <laughs> scary Movie. The first one is, one is really was good. Okay, and then after that it was they just. Yeah, as crazy. soon as the Waynes were like, we're not in anymore, then it just... As soon as Charlie Sheen got into it. Yeah. <laughs> All downhill. All downhill. But great job with yeah. Austin Powers. Mm-hmm. Villain, what do you have at number one? And number one for me, I mean, again, talking about rewatchability, the quotability, it always, over and over and over, it's coming to America. Ah, so good. I yes. mean, come on. Like, she's your queen to be... I mean, section of chocolate. Like, the <laughs> taste the soup. Like... Like Arnold's, yeah. The whole damn movie is like quotable. They're making a, they're making a they are making too. a sequel. I, I some, hope it's yeah, good, but ooh, you know how sequels his go. Son, right? No, no, no. Well, he's, yeah. Eddie Murphy's it is in his again. son. Yep. It, Eddie Murphy's in it, but like it's about him like finding his son. But, but like that movie. I mean, it came out in the eighties. And it's still watchable. I still sit down and watch it. I, I still laugh at it. I still giggle at it. I still quote it. The, I could probably say the whole movie and I'm still laughing the whole time. Yeah. Um, it was just so good. It was like one of Eddie Murphy's like first movies out after SNL. And when you're talking about like someone leaving SNL and, and, and starting off and hoping they make it like this movie, especially when like most of the actors were black and it was basically a black story and it was still so like universally loved and so funny. It just, so I mean, it's good. iconic. It's so good. Uh, one of my favorite things is, uh, you know, one, they, they, they're looking for the queen in Queens in Queens. <laughs> it's so good. And then, uh, Arsenio, um, uh. he, gets in trouble because he decides to put the hot tub in the uh, in the sh- crappy yeah. little freaking oh, yeah. apartment you know like all that stuff and yeah. <laughs> when you show in the apartment and there's like the chalk, chalk outline on the floor you're like oh my gosh there's you know there's so much good yeah. in that movie and I, Eric I, I love before it Eric Sal. oh and then the it's your soul glow, yeah, soul <laughs> like, glow? Yeah. the and little spots on the couch and this is also introduced Eddie Murphy playing multiple roles with yes. his character yeah. acting like and then he took this and he did the nutty professor he did Norbert he did all these things and like this was the first time when he like was multiple people with Prince Akim from Zamunda yes ah yes Prince Akim that says a lot Aaron chimed in on this a lot more Listen. than Friday <laughs> <laughs> and Friday's like no, 15 again. years younger exactly that's why it's at number one no, it mean, was universal there yes absolutely this is one that I mean my family we would if this was on my dad I would watch this with my dad like it it right. mm-hmm. it's just funny yeah. that's it, yeah. it you know the color lines don't even matter. And right. that. It's just one of those, like, bam. Yeah. Such a good movie. And I think the great thing about this, you know, so 
you know, he's the Prince of Zamunda. The king and queen were James Earl Jones and Madge Sinclair. Yeah. And Disney Channel, or Disney, the company, when they were casting the king and queen for Lion King, James Earl Jones is Mustafa, or is, uh, and um, Mufasa. Mufasa, sorry, is Mufasa, Mufasa, and Madge Sinclair is Sarabi. So they took the people that he cast for his king and queen, like who else could you think of? Who else could be more iconic and put them in Lion King? That's I mean, awesome. mic drop. That's all I have to say. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love coming to America. It's definitely one that I've seen a couple times. Mm-hmm. Um, my parents love this movie. It, it's just, it's so good. It's so good. And I ha- do not have high hopes for a sequel. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I'm going to watch it because how could you, you not? You but, to. oh God. But like, I feel like when it's, you're like it's hard sequels, to, to catch lightning in a bottle. You know what like I mean? When you're making sequels like literally 30 years later, it's rough. It's rough. It's, it's hard rough. to catch that Sometimes same feel. Sometimes we got to just be like, hey guys. Let it go. Yeah, let's leave the let's let this stand on its own. But mm-hmm. um, when you hear this, this is probably like a week before it comes out. So. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're recording this ahead of time, so I I will hear. You You'll might hear our feelings like, about it later. Yeah, it'll but. probably be like a week or so before yeah. it comes out. We'll, we'll probably like maybe do it like a real quick podcast where we like watch it <laughs> and talk about it. But this is I I, I like it coming mm-hmm. to America one. Yeah, mm-hmm. Aaron, what do you have at number one? Probably the most quotable movie from my 20s. Uh, it's another super, but it's Super Troopers. Um, super Troopers. This movie... Meow. 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 <laughs> There's just the gags. This group of police highway patrol guys from New Hampshire, I believe. Just having hijinks you know that's 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 the word of it you know it, it, it's a gotta it, it makes this presentation like it's such a boring little area so that's what they have to do to entertain themselves whether it's um you know stealing a car on their own and then having the police chase after them and realizing it's their buddies or um i don't know the movie itself the the gags where they go up and and pull someone over the the cat you know how many times can you say meow before. Hey, meow. <laughs> I need your license and registration, right, meow? Just, I, I just, this would be on, you know, we'd put this, we'd never take the DVD out of the, out of the Xbox or whatever, or PlayStation, whatever we were using. We didn't have a DVD <laughs> player. Not even a DVD time. player, dude. No, it was in there. We would just leave it in there and watch it. I love it. I I think it's highly quote quotable. The schnozberry steak tastes like schnozberries. They I mean, stole that from Willy Wonka. <laughs> Candy bar. <laughs> it's so good. That's that. That's all I gotta say. Like if you've ever seen it and you didn't laugh, I mean, I you're a questionable I'm so sorry human. Sorry for you. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But oh, it, it oh, might Kev's be, about to. Oh, Kev Kevin has a face. Like it. Kevin doesn't See, like it. It's funny how well, I'm the villain. Yet somehow well, Kev is the one dashing you know dreams. What, what it is? What it <laughs> they're not even. They're not even rude to women in this one, and he doesn't like it. <laughs> I I, I, those, uh, they, those guys also do be, uh, beer fest, yeah. Beer fest, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, broken lizard. Yeah, yeah broken, broken lizard. lizard guys, yeah. right? They're like whatever. <laughs> oh, just like at the whole, yeah. like at the collective, mm-hmm. like cause like like. Uh, Farba, <laughs> come on now. Like we talked about uh, the frat pack, right? Mm-hmm. So like. One thing I think is cool is that like some of these comedians get together and they're like a collective, like an right. art collective. Yeah, the Broken Lizard guys are just whatever to me. You, Jay, sh- I can't even begin Jay to. Shaka shaka. Shaka. He, you I'm would be surprised how many times it, like he does a lot of things that you've actually seen as a director and things like that. He's he's probably the 
the most known out of those guys that is unknown because he does so many stuff on like directing the back and end, back producing, and stuff like writing. that, writing stuff like that. So he's he's fantastic. So you actually might like them more than you even know. No, but I know. Yeah, that's yeah. possible. But, I remember yeah. seeing Super Troopers two. Doesn't you don't need to. I only saw <laughs> I, I only saw Super Troopers two because of Sloan from uh, Entourage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, she's she was in it. So she's great. Yeah. I saw Super oh, Troopers yeah. two, and and I was like, oh, I forgot that I don't like this. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> That's exactly what it, happened. It's also a stoner comedy. If you're not a yeah. stoner, you might not like it. Like, but again, it's it's that stupid humor to me that I absolutely. I love I love the gags that they do. That's that's the funny part I think to me. You might have hit it. Like, there's very few stoner films that I like. Mm-hmm. Chandrasekhar. Chandrasekhar. There's very yeah. few stoner films that I like. Mm-hmm. Um, Friday being one of them. Yeah. Um, most of the Seth Rogen stuff. Yeah. But like, I think Seth Rogen's funny. Yeah. But like. Uh, I think that might be, I think that might be it. That's, I but listen, but I, I know I, a lot of people like it. Once again, yeah. I know a lot of people like it. Yeah. Should they still the villain? But <laughs> I'm still the villain. Sure. Okay. Listen, he he doesn't have to like it. He doesn't like stoner movies. You you're just making yeah, like the, you, you you're just bad, being stubborn you with super bad mouth or with uh, super bad. With super like bad. bad. It's not. Mouth it's not, not a, a good movie. Like I said, here you are still slandering yeah, it. Seriously. All I did was say I'm. I just didn't want to watch it myself. Yeah. That was just on me. All right. But anyway, like you're saying, as the hero, I'll step in and say, I agree with you. It's a yeah. great movie. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Right. I appreciate that. Da, 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 da. It, is, it is fantastic. Oh, my gosh. But yes. <laughs> he just gave himself like a little. Yeah. So, again, it was it was highly watchable to me. Always on repeat. And, you know, it's great with a, let's try to get sponsored by Subway Sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's a double. That's the second time you mentioned them. Subway. Now he's going to go into flavors next. <laughs> When you're having Italian like a BMT. nice sweet when onion, have a sweet onion <laughs> chicken when you get that? <laughs> Italian BMT. When you want a nice Italian BMT sandwich, you sit down and watch Super Troopers. <laughs> At 2 a.m. after you've polished off your handle of Smirnoff Vodka because you're in college and can't afford the better stuff. Delicious premium Smirnoff Vodka. <laughs> And the subs. Smirnoff in one hand, Subway in the other. <sighs> I swore off Smirnoff and Subway for a while. I wonder why. <laughs> uh, for me, right. number one, The Hangover. Hangover super funny. Hangover 2, you could probably miss it. It's the same plot as Hangover 1. I mean, one. yeah, they basically just make the, the same movie same three movie. times. But The Hangover 1, uh, it's just, it had me in stitches. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Watching Zach Galifianakis' character... Talking, talking on the rooftop about how we're a wolf. How I was a lone wolf, and now I found my wolf back. <laughs> how him, Bradley Cooper, uh, Ed made Helms. Bradley Ed Helms. Cooper. Yeah, who he is? Yeah, that yeah. made Bradley yeah. Cooper. There, so it's in the Hangover. Um, Justin Bartha is getting married. Right, his character is getting married. So these three best friends and Zach Galifianakis' character, who is the the wife's. The wife's but, brother, yeah, the, the bride's brother, come to Vegas from LA for a real quick bachelor party, and they take some they drugs. They wake up the next day, and just everything ensues. They get drunk and high. And they they wake lose up. Justin Bartha. They lose Justin Bartha. There's a tiger in their room in yeah. Caesar's Palace, and somehow Mike Tyson's involved. They have no idea how their night went. Turns out Ed Helms is married. Just so many things. Heather Graham, yeah, a, uh, oh. Austin Powers, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. that connection. Yep. 
So she, they wake up and they don't know what happened <laughs> in the one night, and then they have to go through the night piece by piece and figure out what happened to try to find Justin Bartha. Yeah, because they're trying to find the bro- the groom and I feel like it's the the back. easiest paycheck he ever got he's like show up for 10 minutes in the beginning yeah you show up right at the end here's your check yep <laughs> it, it, the the hangover was one of the funniest movies i've ever seen and then watching it multiple times it's always funny mm-hmm. it's, it's, it also it, introduced us to ken jung yeah mm-hmm. like this movie made him yeah it it really 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 introduces us to him. <laughs> yeah yeah we get very intimate with him <laughs> and when this movie came out i had not lived in vegas yet but i had been to vegas multiple times i was a big fan so coming out here and partying from la it was very just rip i i could see the i could see it you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying mm-hmm. and the hangover film is is such a big hit. It was the second highest grossing R-rated film ever in the U.S. Tenth highest grossing worldwide film in 2009. Mm-hmm. Is it a comedy that just made money and yeah. it was just good, yeah. just so funny. And like I said, it's two is the same exact plot, it, so you can miss two that. and three. I, and I think that for me is what kind of brought Hangover down is because the sequels kind of cheapened it for me a little bit well i'm not i'm not i'm not sitting here i'm not sitting here talking about the umbrella here yeah i know i know you're not doing the umbrella and so like i think that's very important because like when you take the first one by itself it was iconic it was so funny like but i feel like when i was making my list like i and hangover is on my honorable mentions i think the reason why it didn't make the list is because the sequels kind of ruined it ah uh, ah uh, well the fact that like ed helms loses the tooth yeah he he, not, he actually doesn't have that tooth. Like Thanks. that's like he Great. doesn't have it, and so oh, really? they they incorporate that into the movie. So he took out the little yeah. fake cap he has in place oh, for wow. the movie. Then him getting married and at like the the little chapel to a stripper. Yeah, Galifianakis and the baby. Yeah, oh, Galifianakis. That also introduced us to Galifianakis. Yeah. That, that made Galifianakis him a big. Really made him because he's hilarious. Yeah. throughout the whole thing. Right, him and his little fanny pack. It it also made that impersonator down on the strip like. Six figures a year plus the the guy that really patrols the strip he makes six figures plus just in tips from people. I read an article because on him because of the because because wow. he literally looks like Galifianakis and he's got the baby like and people will stop to take pictures with him. He, six figures a year. I read an yeah, article about it. Damn. It's crazy. I'm also a fan of this director too. I like Todd Phillips. Uh, yeah. Um. He you know Road Trip was one of my favorite movies mm-hmm. uh, growing up. Uh, he also did the. Um, he did the Joker, actually. The, the oh, that's wow. right. That's right. He did do the Joker. He did old school. He, okay. You know, he did uh, you know, Starsky Hush, which is not as great. But uh, <laughs> another um, one of the mid-stiller movies that I wasn't like. I went and saw that one in theater. I did like, not go and see Starsky and Hutch. I, I was like, there's nothing here for me. That one's There's no reason for me to yeah, go see once this. Once again, that's why I have this mid-stiller like, hate that I've been doing. <laughs> that's kind of like where it's from. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. yeah. but the director's good. <laughs> Don't take it out on Todd Phillips. No, 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 no. I feel you. I feel yeah. you. Oh, yeah, Todd Phillips. And then, like, getting Mike Tyson sucks. in there yeah. with his Tigers yeah. is so good. It's just so much fun. Right. And you get so much fun throughout. After they got been roofied, call them Flories. You know oh, the Flories. <laughs> Roofies or Flories. And I was living in Las Vegas when this movie came out. And I, like, the impact it had on the Vegas city. itself was you know you could tell it was the hangover effect of 
negative and positive. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you have the people coming here who wanted to have the hangover night, but then also the way that Vegas kind of embraced it. Yeah. I mean, like Mike Tyson is a fixture here, but it kind of made him like an icon of the city too. Yeah. And like those things just, they totally embraced it and like used it and, you know, it used it to drive tourism because that's what they do out here. But it, you could tell the hangover effect here. Yeah. Interesting. So, right. fun fact, Tyson originally refused to appear in the film, but he changed his mind when he found out that Todd Phillips directed Old School. And oh. he loved Old School, apparently. See? Huh. Old School's but, a great yeah. movie. <laughs> and then he said working on the film later convinced him to change his lifestyle of how he does things. And Tyson's just a different dude. He's dope. Yeah. Like, I've met Mike. Mike is dope. Yeah. He's dope. And His hands are huge. They're like the size of your head. Yeah, yeah. It's scary. And then we got Mike Epps playing Mike Epps in this movie. Yeah. Playing Black Doug. Yeah. So Doing funny. the same jokes. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you heard me. So we got done. Mike Epps playing Mike Epps. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and as Black Doug, it's just so good. So that's, I think that's the list. Shantae, can you run through the list for us? Sure. I know we're like two hours in on this thing. So it's go all ahead, gravy. So for Jason at number five, he has Team America. Number four, he has Anchorman. Number three, he has 40-Year-Old Virgin. Number two, he has Friday. And at number one, he has Austin Powers, The Spy Who Shagged Me. Yep. For me, at number five, I have Old School. Number four, I have Bridesmaids. Number three is Friday. Number two is There's Something About Mary. And at number one, I have Coming to America. Aaron at number five has Wedding Crashers. Number four, he has Anchorman. Number three, he has Zoolander. Number two, Forgetting Sarah Marshall. And at number one, he has Super Troopers. And for Kevin, at number five, Thor Ragnarok. Number four is... I wrote something very sloppily. Oh, at four? Oh, Undercover Brother. Sorry. Number three is Friday. Number two is... Super bad. And number one is The Hangover. So with that being the case, we started with the guests. So Jason, you cannot vote for your own. So your options at number five are... Um, Old School, Wedding Crashers, or Thor Ragnarok. You cannot vote for your own, which was... Team America. Yeah. Hmm, he's thinking, he's <laughs> contemplating. Thinking very hard. It's, it's tough for him. He doesn't know what to do here. He's going back and forth. I see it on his <clears throat> mind. He's I'm trying to figure out. With should he really vote for Thor here? Because he probably should. <laughs> I see okay, we're going to need that commentary to shut up. <laughs> All right. I, oh, man. It's definitely between old school and money crashers. Well, um, apparently, Thor just. Remember, blew remember, up we're yeah. related. Yeah. <laughs> Don't ever work with She's the So, villain. wedding crashers it is. Oh, <laughs> oh you suck. Point. Yeah, wedding crashers right there for Jason. Uh, for myself, as I look here, Team America was great. Old school was fun, but Wedding Crashers to me was was one of the better Apatow films. All right. And for me, I'm going to go with Team America because I love that movie. Well, I won't be voting for Team America. <laughs> um, I think for me, I'm going to go with The Ragnarok. I think people kind of... I think it deserves the chops because it, it was really good and I think it was one of the first MCU films that really went for a straight comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. straight comedy. Yeah, you're like, yes. this is hilarious. I agree. All right, so right here at number four, we have the options of Anchorman, we have Bridesmaids, we have Anchorman, and we have Undercover Brother. I knew Undercover Brother wasn't going to get a lot of love here, but I'm going to go ahead and go with Bridesmaids because... That movie, Maya, Maya Rudolph does no wrong, and she's great in that film. Aaron, you're up. 
I'm going to go ahead and go with Jason's Anchorman. Oh, okay. Of course. Of course. Anchorman's mm-hmm. going to make this list, apparently. All right. Well, I can't vote for Bridesmaids, even though it was really good. Um, and I'm not going to vote for Anchorman just because you guys suck. So I'm going to vote for <laughs> Undercover Brother. Undercover Brother. <laughs> I think I might vote for Under Anchorman. <laughs> under Anchorman. <laughs> oh, very I don't nice. Think that was an uh, I like I Under Anchorman. Under Anchorman. Anchorman. <laughs> Never heard of that. <laughs> I don't know what that is. All right, so at number three, I can't vote for Friday, which I have at number three, my Friday, but I can't vote for Kevin's Friday, yeah, okay. and I think right. I'm going to go ahead and do that. At Friday three. belongs on this list. Good yeah. job, yes, it does. Friday there. I'm just going to skip me. I'm just going to go Friday. So yeah. I'm just going to say we that. We got Friday going. I can't vote for Zoolander, but uh, I could do 40 year old virgin, but not this time. I'm going to go with Friday. Yeah, yeah. Friday as well. Smart, smart. Go ahead and get Friday and down there. Go ahead and go for Friday. Yeah, All right, that's a hundred percent clean sweep right yes, there for Friday. Yes, it was. All right. We're going to go with number two. All right. Jason had Friday here. There's something about Mary for Shante. I had forgetting Super or Sarah Marshall, and Kevin had Super Bad. I'm going to give a vote to Super Bad. Yeah, good, good call. Good call. Shante shakes her head in disgust. Bad, bad decision. Bad decision. Shante, will you be, villain, will you be voting for Super Bad here? Not at all. Uh. Um, I'm not going to vote for Friday because Friday already has three. I can't vote for forgetting Sarah Marshall. Uh, for, I mean, I can't vote for There's Something About Mary, so obviously I'll be voting for forgetting Sarah Marshall. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Jason, what are you thinking here? Oh, so I'm thinking that, you know. Remember, you're the hero. Friday and somebody had a the lot villain. of similarities with Superman. <laughs> Friday had a lot of similarities with Superman, yes. So I'm going to go with Superman. Oh, good choice, oh, good choice, good choice. This is the most disgusting thing this is, ever. This is great. You had so many good options there, um, and yet you didn't pick one. You know, right as I look here at this list, you know, I'm just going to throw Shantae a bone and pick there's something about Mary. I hear it's really okay, good. That's fair. I hear it's really good. Uh, I've never seen it. You don't need to no, throw no. me shit. No. <laughs> no, no, you got that crappy movie on but the list. Don't do me bad, no favors. You know, want to make sure Superbad made the list. It so. shouldn't have. At number two, are yeah. you out of your mind? Yeah, it's so good. And here at number one, um, we have the options of Austin Powers, The Spy Who Shacked Me. We have Coming to America. We have Super Troopers. And we have The Hangover. Um, as I've already said about Super Troopers, uh, not a fan. Also, Powers of the Spy Who Shacked Me. I like that, but I feel like it would be disrespectful to not pick Coming to America. So I'm going to go ahead and pick Let's be Coming real to here. America. I feel like it would be disrespectful to Eddie Murphy and to my own parents. So I don't <laughs> pick Coming to America. I'm going to go with The Hangover. That's a good film. Such a good film. All right. I cannot vote for Coming to America. Um, I like the second Austin Powers. Um, uh, I'm going to vote for it just because I don't want to give the hangover to me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Jay. We have Austin Powers that I can't vote for. All right. Coming to America, Super Troopers, and Hangover. What happens if we they're all tied? If we tie it, we text producer Chris. We pre- and we yeah, see. and he has he picks. He picks the final pick. Super Trooper. So you're picking Super you're gonna Troopers. T- He's yeah, gonna let's tie make it, it interesting. Wow. What, He's gonna nod what it up. a betrayal that was. A betrayal. I already kind of know. I assume that he's going to pick um, Coming to America. I, I'm assuming. You know what though? It's very nice that you we have it know. all knotted he's, up. He's kind of younger though, so he might pick The Hangover. Who knows? Who knows? While while I send this Let's, text out to producer Chris, 
Um, let's go through our honorable mentions. All right. This is my honorable mention. Oh, you need to see the, the things. Um, I, God, I have so many on here for honorable mentions. I kind of was all over the place, but like I have like Tropic Thunder I had on, the first scary movie, which we talked about. This is the end with the Seth Rogen one where like, mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. basically it was cameo, 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 cameo. It was so funny. Yeah. Uh, Dodgeball, I love it. I watch it mm-hmm. over and over. Mm-hmm. Uh, Trading Places is Oh, one of one. it's a sleeper hit people forget about it but it's so good that's a really good one uh, Kung Fu Hustle it's like like cartoon hijinks with Kung Fu so you got me um, Hollywood Shuffle Sorry to Bother You uh, I feel like I'm all over the place but yeah uh, American Pie uh, oh American oh, yeah. Pie I forgot Tommy about American Boy. Pie I totally forgot about American yeah. Pie Tommy Boy um, Where the Millers is really funny oh it was um, good Happy Gilmore, like a lot of oh, the yes. Billy Madison, like the yeah. Adam Sandler trope stuff. That's like the one Adam Sandler movie that might have made my top five. Yeah. Yeah. You know, American Pie is legitimately one of my favorite yeah. movies. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. And I that can't one, believe I forgot about that. Cause I, I don't see, like it's funny. Yeah. yeah. But it's not a comedy to me. It's a coming of age, coming it, of age story. Yeah. It's but a comedy it's to a, me. It's, it's, funny, funny, yeah. Yeah. Of it's age. really funny. But yeah, like, you're right. I mean, it enter like MILF into the lexicon. Mm-hmm. I mean, so many things. Yep. I also had Idiocracy on there, oh, but it was yep. so close to reality that it was scary, so I didn't put it on my list. I was like, oh my God, this is how life is now. I had most of the stuff that we had, that we talked about, but um, like Guardians of the Galaxy, Happy Gilmore, yeah. uh, something about Mary, but I also had a Tropic Thunder. Yep, mm-hmm. Tropic Thunder. Um, what else did that? Shaun of the Dead. Oh, oh, those ones are good too. Yeah. yeah. Shaun of the Dead. I forgot about those good. guys. Um, but yeah, I had uh, Scott Pilgrim, Gardens, yeah, Girls Trip. Girls Trip, <laughs> that trip. was good. Little, Little is very good. Little is actually. If you have not good. seen Little, it stars the the girl from um, Blackish. From Blackish, Marseille Martin, uh, Issa Rae. Yeah, and it's just super. Little is basically like big for the new millennium. Yeah, gotcha. I met that girl. I went to a place called uh, it's a the restaurant Nas owns in L. A. Okay. Uh, dang, well, I can't remember the name of it right now. Um. It's like a chicken, chicken and waffle place. Okay. Um, and she was there eating. Oh, just <laughs> just hanging out. Hey, stars eat too. And uh, <laughs> I was like, "Is that her?" We were talking the whole time, and then we went outside, and they just came up, and started talking to us. And I was like, "Oh, you're from you're from Blackish." She was like, "Yeah, this is where, this is where I eat." And she's yeah. like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I eat this chicken." You know, she won a <laughs> uh, she won a world record for being the youngest executive producer because oh, when yeah, she right. did Little, she was like 13 or 14. Yeah, the youngest ever from. Um, What's that place that does all the world records? Uh, Guinness. Ripley's. Oh. Is it Ripley's or Guinness? Guinness. 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 Yeah, <laughs> whatever they are. Guinness Book of World Records? Believe it or not, she got a real record. I, I also, I also uh, didn't put uh, Office Space on there. I have Office, office Space oh. on mine. Office Space is a good one. I had Low Down Dirty Shame and Major Pain. I had the other guys. But the oh, I do. The other guys is because in the opening scene, you have Samuel Jackson and The Rock running and doing a bunch of stuff. And, and then, then they die. And then they, right before they die, they look at each other and they say, "Let's aim for the bushes." Like they do a bunch of like action hero stuff. Yeah. Like they run. Like the rocks like outside of a car, doing like shooting guys. They like jump over things. They get to the top of this building, and then uh, they look at each other. And the rock says, "Aim for the bushes." And Sam Dale Jackson says, "Yeah." Then they jump, and then you look, and there are no bushes, and they just literally jump to their death. <laughs> and. Then you enter Will Ferrell and, and Mark, Mark Wahlberg. Wahlberg, and they're the other guys who are like basically desk jockeys, and uh, now they get to go back in the field and work. It's 
super funny. It's very yeah, funny. It's but really I had, funny. Very good. I had to make him an honorable mention because that opening sequence is what just gets me every yeah. time. So I had them on there. I saw Twenty One Jump Street, and I also love oh, Michael Keaton. But Michael Keaton as their captain, he always does the TLC references. It's like, don't go chasing waterfalls. Yeah. They're like, oh, yeah. you know that's TLC. <laughs> He's like, so you got to creep. You got to creep. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's also true. Yeah, and in Twenty One Jump Street with Ice Cube as yeah. the curmudgeon cra- captain. But then having Channing Tatum and realizing that that dude's funny, mm-hmm. like yeah. that was a shock. Twenty One Jump Street was actually. Way better, really good. Way better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, yeah. way better yeah. than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. I was pleasantly surprised. I was like, this is really good. Yeah. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Thing Like a Man I also had on here, which was okay. really, really, really fun. And yeah. um, I Love You Man is also really oh, funny. That's a good Paul one. Yeah, Slapping yeah. the bass. Yeah. <laughs> Slapping the bass, man. <laughs> it, it's, that one's super funny to me as well. Let, let's go ahead and... Uh, Let's call producer. I'm, I'm not getting a hold of producer Chris. Let's call producer Albert. All right. One of the other producers on the show. See if he answers the phone as we do this. Jay had to nod it up like no reason. Yeah, I know. Why do I do that? <laughs> I don't know. Albert. Hey, so we're, we're right now recording the Top 5 Go podcast. You need to help settle our number one really quickly. We have... Top five comedy. Number one is Austin Powers. We have Coming to America, Super Troopers, The Hangover. Which is the number one movie for you? Let me let me hear those options again. We have Austin Powers, The Spy Who Shagged Me, Coming to America, Super Troopers, and The Hangover. What is the number one comedy? Well, it ain't Austin Powers. Oh! Oh! Ouch. Okay. Ouch. Like, I, I, for, for me, it's not Austin Powers. Okay. Do I enjoy Austin Powers? Yeah. Uh-huh. I think it's funny. Yep. It's great. But like, for me, like, there's a lot of stuff that doesn't like quite age well within the within like the, the stuff of what it is. There. Um. Still thinking. Just going back and forth. I do. I do. I do love Super Troopers very much. Uh huh. Like, like I legit watch that whenever it's on. Uh huh. I can't, I cannot say the same for the Hangover. Ooh. Like, I like it. Like, I love, the, I love the Hangover. It's Ooh. great. It's great. Like, but a part of me, I, I don't think the Hangover has been around long enough oh, for me to really kind of, I, I give it some kind of like clout. Like, so which one is it? Know. What are we picking then? Like. It, it, it might be coming to America because I mean, like, like when you look at who's in it and the fact that like it's consistently funny, yeah, but also has like some heart in it too, and like what the story is. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I, I, th- I think I might go come to America. Thank you, sir. Okay, okay. 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 All right, you, you made sir. the right choice, <laughs> <laughs> producer Albert. You got to understand, yo. You got James Wolfrick and Jones. Yeah. Yep. Albert, thank you, sir. We were going to get back to you later. Thank you, producer Albert. Bye, Albert. Bye, Albert. <laughs> now, I knew it was coming to America. <laughs> <laughs> and then you should have voted the I right way. I wanted you to see the follow So we went to producer <laughs> Albert. Albert. Albert is going to make that decision. I did get a text, though, from producer Chris. He did say the hangover. Uh, but we're going to go with producer Albert. Too late. Just talk you got to be quicker on the draw. Quicker than that. I so. told you he's younger. He's going to pick the hangover. But. 
So let's with be that real. being the case, our top five officially at number five, we have Wedding Crashers. At number four, we have Anchorman. At three, we have Friday. At two, we have Superbad. Yeah, Superbad. And at one, we have Coming to America. And with that, we have a three-way tie between Chente, Aaron, and Kevin. Sorry, Hero. Yeah, yeah, we got one. Sorry. <laughs> I see. I guess the hero didn't win this time. It's not about winning. <laughs> it messages. is on this show, honey. <laughs> and with that, that's a three-way tie. The fact that you guys are happy <laughs> makes me win every day. <laughs> I'm glad he's out here. Thank you. Big shout out to producer Albert. Thank you for coming through. Good with job, that. producer Albert. You're right. <laughs> Listen, I thought he was gonna go with the hangover. I was. Hoping. I was. I, I was thought hoping. so, but he was. He cut like, that out real quick. Not the hangover. He like shut down. He Austin shut down Austin, Austin Powers. Powers. He like, He's like not at number one. All no my, way. All my hopes and dreams went out the window. Yeah. Yeah. Not happening for you. Like, Someone get him at? some tissue for those tears. <laughs> Don't cry. <laughs> dot, dot com. Well, Hero, do you have anything you want to promote? Uh, Best Pizza and Brew. It's a great series of restaurants in San Diego, California, and we're expanding. Um, come and get, you know, it's a East Coast style pizza, and you can get it from the slice by the slice. Not too many places like that left anymore. But we also have gourmet uh, foods like macaroni and cheese, okay. and we make everything from scratch. Uh, come by and check us out if you get a chance. Where's this at? Uh, it is in San Diego. It's in Cardiff, Oceanside, okay. Carmel Mountain, and Mira Mesa. Do you have like a like a website or anything? Uh, bestpizzaandbrew.com. Bestpizzaandbrew.com. Mm-hmm. All right. Nice. And it's legit. It's really good. I've uh-huh. eaten that. Even the villain says that. Even yeah. the villain. <laughs> like, uh-huh. I like things. I just don't like bad things. Oh! Or super bad things. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Mic drop. Super hot bite. There you go. <laughs> you got that anything you want to promote? Talk just about? Top five go. Top Aaron. five go and... At Insta. Yeah. Top yeah. Go and we're, we're, we're doing we're, uh, that guy. We're, we're, we're rehashing it. We're, yeah. we're working, we're working out on some how details. we want to make it yeah. sound. Uh, and also, look. check out Top 5 Go Villain on Instagram. That's Shantae. Oh, I guess I need to like do that. Right? Check that out. Top yeah. 5 Go Villain. Uh, That's also, apparently my Instagram. Make sure Fury Podcast Network. Keep following that. Like, subscribe, all those good things. Mm-hmm. Jason, thank you for coming. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Absolutely. We'll hope to get you another episode soon. Yeah, yeah um, for sure. One more time, name, name the, the restaurant. It's, it's Best Pizza and Brew. Best Pizza and Best Brew. Check pizza that out. Brew. Check Google them out. out. It's good. Uh, we're feeling like a little over two hours, but that's fine. Yeah. I, this was fun. This I had a good yeah. time. Yeah. Super bad. I'm glad you made the list. Shout out to you. Super it, bad. Super bad should not have made the list. <laughs> three way tie. It doesn't happen very often. Doesn't that's happen very often. I no. feel like lately it's been happening a lot. No, nah, not three way. Like two people. Not like all three of us get to be there. Yeah. You gotta get these guests some like love. I don't know how we're gonna do that. They, they be well, they're just well, not as good at it as we I feel bullied. I do. <laughs> <laughs> I could do a three way tie on poor little me. <laughs> you like, oh, too bad you didn't get enough points. <laughs> so that's it. I yeah. think that's it, guys. With that, I think we say bye. 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 bye.